doing. We're back in the game. And then they would be, you know what I mean? Yeah. It would you'd be able to make a reel out of it a little better, where our faces would be much bigger. Do you know what I mean? So we could do it that way. I but, think. Or what we could do is three boxes, and what I was suggested with the fourth camera, or if we need a fifth, if somebody joins us, is have the overall. So you'd have like boom, 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 and then the overall like panorama right above it. So you can see all of them at once. Because we don't have somebody who can, you know, somebody like on the Rogan podcast or whatever, somebody's switching that or they're doing it after the fact. God, wouldn't that be cool to, to like... They're having... Well, he may not have... Probably probably it's not happening live. Somebody is... There's two cameras or three cameras or whatever. And then somebody... The editor is going through watching the podcast mm-hmm. and going, all right, they're talking. He's just flipping the cameras so that when you watch it you see you see that movement it's pretty simple but none of us have all that time to be editing no a bunch well of that's stuff. the thing like I said so i try to like listen you know? to him back and then yeah the I issue is is like i want to find like good more things to post but again like i think if we just like slowly do it and then there's a lot of content that so like because yeah. all i think it needs to do is catch one like their eye and they'll be like I really like this and then they like will look through like I do I'll like see something I like of one person and then I kind of go through all the stuff and then you click on their profile and you see like more stuff sure we just like keep building that like to where all of a sudden there's just there's so much in there you know what I mean absolutely what's what's really cool you know you've made it when like like Rogan had ended up like where he's getting like motivation compilations that like he had nothing to do with other people are creating motivation (laughs) compilations with things he said Hey, we have a follower on uh, TikTok. It's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten three three views. So, are we back on? Are we recording? Yeah, we've been back on. All right. So, Ricky Fowler, that mustache. Ricky Fowler's the man. <laughs> I like. I do. I've always liked Ricky. I always liked him. I think he like he was the he's one like of his the people game. that I feel like maybe the. Um, like the overwhelming feel is like he could be on a golf trip with us. Like these I, other people would be like, hmm. Yeah, I, like, I, I also love the way like, he plays. Like he yeah. was always fearless. Yeah. I like, felt like he always like played he, kind he of fearless. He didn't care if he was like there next weekend. Like right? he didn't, he didn't play like it wasn't like reckless, but he was, he took some chances like and knew that if he failed, it was gonna, but if it succeeded, he was gonna be right there. There's a lot of guys that just play it safe and they they wait for one opportunity. He he seemed to take at least when he's younger. That's the way I felt when I watched him play. Maybe maybe not. Maybe it just looked that way, but Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Cool, cool. Yep. Uh packing up packing up Friday. Spring break. Going baby. camping, quote unquote, but you were talking about so I was going to look at the weather to see Angie. And when I mentioned to her that we would probably dip out after breakfast on Saturday, mm-hmm. I don't, it'd be hard for us, I think, to make the arc happen that day. If we drop off at Serpent Mound at some time, trying to leave at that time, well, if we leave me, after breakfast, if we left earlier, it would be okay. But the thing is, like they're only open till seven. The arc's only open till seven and it's not open on Sunday. So on the way down to, to that is a place called um, 
the Ohio Caverns. I really want to take Ava there. And that's on the west side of Cleveland, which is more in a direct route. So maybe All it's... those caverns, those are, I heard those are cool. That's why I saw one, like, dope pictures. Um, and it's like a 50-minute guided tour if you want to take a guided tour through it. But um, maybe we hit that one, go hit the arc thing, crash out for the night, go hit Serpent Mound. Serpent Mound, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I think dude, we're, we're going awesome. there. Um, and then the thing that Ava wants to go see, which is like this, there's like this, there's like this municipal like town park filled with like corn statues that are like cobs of corn, like as tall as humans. And there's like a hundred of them. I'm like, where did you find this? She's like, YouTube. I'm like, all right, dope. (laughs) Find some more cool shit on YouTube, kid. Let's go see that too. That's like Riker finding those birds. Where'd you find that? Where'd you find that? How'd you, how'd you hear that about that? YouTube. You so maybe too. like if you look at if you if you track the pattern from here to the Ohio Caverns to the Arc Jam, I want to say that's more of like a direct route, but we're like west of like Cleveland, just on the west side of like Ohio. So we'd get over to like the Penetrator, to like I sixty nine, and head that thing south. What? What did you? What? The Penetrator. The Penetrator. What's that? The highway that goes into Battle Creek. No, you don't. You don't refer to it as the penetrator. I don't know what you're talking. You're talking about that little, the exit you get off, and that little short little stint that feels like a highway. It's I sixty nine too, by the way. No, it's not. That is. No, not oh, you know, the one that goes into downtown Battle Creek. Yeah, it ends there. I sixty nine goes to Lansing, bro. Whatever. It's all the penetrator. <laughs> it's too good to believe. I-69 penetrates. <laughs> <laughs> the stars align too hard on that one. <laughs> he said... You're like, you're in Jackson, he, bro. He goes, <laughs> it's I-69, look it up. <laughs> so guess what I'm going to do? Look that, it up. That, 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 that's I got what, this tricky little that, app called what, Google Maps. That's what we should have named this podcast. Look it up. <laughs> Because we're gonna hey. say it's true until you look it up. Oh, we <laughs> prove it's wrong. <laughs> not prove it's right. Prove it's wrong. We're the opposite. We we have probably not said this enough, but if we ever give any advice on this podcast, grain of salt that shit. <laughs> we are not doctors. We are not scientists. We are not people of authority. Do not take what we're saying. I mean, it may work, but it could be like that works bomb where you shake it up and you're like, is that going to blow up? And then you look at each other like, who's going to go check it? 40% (laughs) of the time, we're right every time. So, (laughs) so, (laughs) not even a majority percentage, about 40% of the time are right. Look, (laughs) penetrator. Time for the penetrator. Look at this. 69 right here. Yep. Coming up north through Marshall. Penetrate. 94. <laughs> we can keep scrolling. I think you're talking about 194, right? Or 1420. Right here. This is the penetrator. This is the penetrator to bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're cousins, right? They're right next to each other. Yeah, they could be cousins. They could be cousins. Cousins in them. It's right they, there. They could be cousins. <laughs> Oh my goodness! What the the good old penetrator? Jeez, so, 
the Ohio Caverns are three hours and 50 minutes from here. Okay, perfect. And four then, hours? That puts us there at like just after noonish. And then two hours and four minutes to Serpent Mound. Probably one. No, 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 no. Serpent Mound will be <laughs> Sunday. So go Ohio Caverns. The problem to, is the Serpent it, Mound over on Sunday. Creation, what's that? Serpent Listen, Mound. Listen, here's the issue. It's open all the time if you hop the fence. We could do that. The problem is, is that the we can't do the Ark thing on Sunday. We're gonna go on Saturday. But the Ark is the farthest away. Right, but it's in line with the Ohio Caverns. I know, but you would hit Ohio Caverns. Yep. Then Serpent Mound. No, no, no. Nope. Yeah. Ohio, yeah, Ca- uh, Ohio Caverns. So you're saying you're gonna do Serpent Mound on Sunday without me? No, you can go too on Sunday. Well, yeah, but I can't go back. Okay. And then go back well, here's to the, here's the dynamic: is I gotta go the other way. Right? Serpent Mount going, is so far out of the way from Nashville. Where you are going? Not, look, like where you are going south, I'm going east. Oh no, it's not. You're right. Dang, I thought Ser- I thought Serpent Mount was over toward Pennsylvania, though. So it's what not. I'm saying, so, well, it's between gotcha. like Cleveland and Columbus. Yeah, no, he's he's it's it's outside so of Cincinnati. It looks here's, like here's what I'm saying. Is, you mean or is Dayton, that the Dayton? Okay, Cleveland's way out by Pennsylvania. Isn't First it? of all, wait a minute. Let me go on the record. No, the same. Cleveland's halfway. Fuck Ohio. I mean, yeah. all those people can eat a whole bag of dicks. <laughs> I've been given the finger so many times just because I have a blue license plate in that state. They can eat entire. They can eat an avalanche of dicks for all I care. I'm going to go through their state. I'm going to see their cool shit. I'm going to bounce out and not even say thank you for the cool shit. Because fuck Ohio. Anyways, Cleveland's on Lake Erie. Yeah. We're going to like the center of Ohio. To the, to Fair the, enough. Oh, Look, I understand. Potato, potato. It's Ohio. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> Nick's trying to look, be efficient. Gas yes, ain't no, cheap. No, no. We're going to get there. But if you head like south, I feel like we can hit the Ohio Caverns. Go to the... What is it? Creationism? Ark Encounter. Ark Encounter. Right? There's the Creation Museums down there too, I think. Okay. And that's like more... That's like... I want to say in the southwestern corner of Ohio. Like in the... Yeah, it's outside of borderlands Borderlands of like Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio. In I that believe trifecta. so. That's right. where the Ark Encounter is. Right. Cincinnati, right? So if we head south Area. there, right, we hit we hit the Ohio Caverns. Go check that cool shit out. Go hit the Ark Encounter. Check that cool shit out. You can do this in one day? Yep. And then camp for the night. Done. That's that's Saturday. You're going to drive... Hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hold on. Hear me out. You're going to drive... You're going to leave at, say, 9 a.m. Yeah. You're going to drive five hours to west, east of Cleveland, right? Four, four hours. <laughs> four hours Cleveland. Cleveland's not even close to any of these places. Okay, four Dayton. hours. Oh, Dayton's where the caverns four are? Four hours. It's the first stop. Okay, so four hours. So you're going to get there hours, at one. One o'clock. We're going to hit the caverns. That's a hour guided tour. So let's say two hours while we're there. So that puts us at three. Yeah. How long does it take to get us to the Ark Encounter? Hey, two Another hours. two hours. It's five. So that puts us at five o'clock. They close at five thirty. Seven. They close at seven. They close at five fifteen. Maybe. Five, yeah, like, but hey, is that enough time if you get there at five? Maybe we need to skip breakfast on Saturday. You shut your mouth. I know we don't want to do that. I don't. I hey. will not do that. It's off the table. Hey, I would agree. If you're trying to hit those, you're gonna have to skip breakfast. If not, you're gonna have to spread that shizzing it out. I'm gonna. I'm you're gonna, gonna have have do serpent gonna have and arc on Sunday. I'm gonna have my breakfast by myself, in spite of you two, then because I'm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be gonna, there if you can be there, but I'm. All I'm, I'm saying is, I'm trying to help you. That is a long-standing tradition that will not waver. Well, I know. I just my kids' only opportunity to see this arc encounter is now because I'm not paying for it later, and they get it free now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then let's let's uh, look. 
I, I, Ava's in on going to see that. I'm in on going to see that. Well, then let's make let's make that happen on Saturday. Well, then hey, we'll go have breakfast at seven. Okay. And you get we'll, we can be out of there by seven forty-five. Y'all can leave an hour earlier. Yeah. You can get home in fifteen minutes. You guys can be on the road. I'm gonna be ready to roll. Fr- come Friday night. I'm ready to roll now since I don't have to work the rest of the week. We could we could we could we could leave. Let's say we leave at eight. We leave Papa Madeline at eight. That puts us at the caverns at noon. Roll through there. We keep it tight and concise for an hour and a half. That puts us at one thirty. Two hours. I don't understand how much time. Well, you gotta stop be... for gas and get, get some food. Although you can snack on the way, I guess, yep. right? Yeah, y'all. Oh, I'm packing a heavy cooler, dude. We're gonna be absolute carnivores on this trip. I'm taking about sixty pounds of fucking beef. 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 What is this? I'll be cooking like a champion. Are we still recording? Yeah, been recording. I know. I just didn't know if you uh, if it ran out of room or something. No. This is gonna be titled. Go to Ohio. This is the, I th- I think this is the bonus like a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. This I is a, this is one of those. All right, you know what? We're giving you a we're giving you there, a midweek release. There's so many episodes we're giving you where the people p- are like, where's the, the where's the second part? I know you ended abruptly. You, I, we already so you know what we we're, we're weak, but sometimes we got to give you that penetrator. <laughs> so we give you that in between we, penetrator. We have you didn't see it coming. We have Irish exited. Probably ninety percent of our podcasts be like, all right, we're like mid sentence. Like, I guess Jeez. that's the end. We're that's done. how they start too. We're done. <laughs> Everybody's like, why don't you have like an intro? I'm like, because Tony just turns the damn thing on and we get rolling. Right. The feel is like you're walking past some people like, oh hello, I want to yeah. hear what they're talking about. And yeah. then you just kind of hop in and be like, okay, now I'm chair. done. Now it's time to go home. <laughs> we ain't stopping. We ain't starting on anyone's just, schedule. Oh, I just got to thinking about the Ohio caverns and what that is. I'm not really into. Going into underground stuff. Just wait outside. We'll, we'll come back and tell you all about it. The kids will love it. Are I you, just don't want to do are it. Are you claustrophobic? I just, it would be a nightmare to get, my luck would be like an earthquake or something like that or whatever, like while we're down there. In Ohio? Why? Because you're special? Because you're special? Millions of people have gone through there and they're like, I cannot wait till Nick gets here. I'm going to close this bitch down on him. <laughs> there's gonna be a, he's going to walk, there's going to be a picture of him. He's like, gonna be like why are you here? You? <laughs> We knew when you showed up, this museum would be closed permanently. One day, en- one enter day. over here, please. One day, this guy would show up. <laughs> you guys, when I say that, the Ohio River, like toxic waste, barges tipping over. Yeah, like, no yeah. one's talking about look, that either. Look, I have prayed for the day that Ohio would be erased from the map. What was in that? Thing? But I'm like, Mental come on, or come or on, y'all chill. Just like be easy about <laughs> it. Don't like make it like obvious you're trying to erase Ohio off the map. I'll tell you what, I, t- I, t- I think I told you guys, I, I played golf at this awesome freaking golf course in Columbus called Double Eagle. My right. former uh, <clears throat> career took me to some people that were freaking amazing and invited us out to this place that they're members at. Ex- really exclusive. Anyway, exclusive enough where, the, who's the dude who ran for president out there? Uh, he was the governor. Um, freaking A. You mentioned this on like our yeah, first Kasich, podcast. Yeah, Kasich. Yeah, I don't know if it was it mm-hmm. was it. Did I mention it during a podcast? Mm-hmm. I think so. Either, it might have been one of our warm up ones. Okay. Well, whatever. I'm just gonna say it one more time. If it was mentioned before, dude, that guy. I thought he was gonna be like a good president. That guy was an asshole. Really? Fucking asshole. Bummer. Didn't even barely say anything. But like, we're out there with a group of people having a good time. We're not 
freaking 21 year olds like frat party or anything but whatever he gets in his twosome he's behind us so he skips way ahead yeah you're holding up the course or something like just i'm like nobody gives a shit about you represent the people piss off about you we're out we're all playing golf right shut the fuck up right oh and i voted for that dude in a primary based on his thing and then you get in there I'm not, I, I didn't want to meet him. I didn't want to shake his hand. He's out there playing golf. I'm not going to bother you. Right. You're your private club. Right. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, Seriously. There, I saw a thing came through. Um, It was a meme. It wasn't a meme. It was just like a post on Instagram. And it was like talking about golf friends. Like people that you go play golf with that you enjoy being around for golf. Like they're special people. For like sure. Those are the ones. I mean, you, I'm one of yeah, them new ones. They're like, those are the ones you hold on to. You know what I mean? Like, there's some stuff that happens on a golf course that you, like, you know what? Galvanizes a relationship. You should hold on to those people. Right. I mean, they're just, it's, it's just one of those things. I got a watermelon. I don't hey, really love it. Y'all are new to the game. But Casa Azul. Y'all are new to the game. We we are not declining sponsors. Throw a little cheese our way. Guess what? All nine listeners will be like, oh, Casa sorry. Azul. Tequila soda. We, we are not declining sponsors. I was gonna ask you guys this earlier when we were at dinner tonight, but I thought I'd wait till the podcast to ask you. But have either of you ever had so many margaritas you started to cramp up? <laughs> because I was like cramping up at dinner. I'm like, oh, dude, I, I'm oh, telling you, margaritas hit me. I'm gonna tell you right now, the steak there is so bomb. It's so good. I'm gonna tell you, it doesn't I'm, but I'm going to say this. Okay, this is my review of this place. I love that it's close i love i like i kind of like the atmosphere mm-hmm. change of pace from main street you know main street's a little darker pub this place is more like all right we're here to kind of a little bit more of a dinner. we got beat you know cha 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 and <laughs> but give me that sombrero homie which is fine food amazing mm-hmm. having a great time these margaritas have got to improve it's two out of three i tried the corona marita tonight not good okay and it had the same Flavors the first time I was there, it was way, it was way too sour. The look of confusion and on so, my face, yeah, is, is it because you love them? Like, there's better ones, and I'm all for there it. There must be, be but, or maybe I just don't like it. For me, it's just too sour. So Ooh. I went to a Paloma, and that wasn't great either, Where to be that? honest. Where so, listen, shelf margarita at Dave's house, <sighs> Dave, Dave can pour a margarita. I gotta, I gotta, I feel like that would hey, be the benchmark for yeah. good margarita. You guys didn't want to listen. But he did. I told you. I tried to explain to you that I made that oleo yeah, sacrifice. Yes. I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> yeah. I'm just joking. Anyways, <laughs> I told him because I knew he would understand. And as soon as I told him what it was all about, he did it. You take the peels and save them. Yeah. He's squeezing his limes. He does it all perfect, right? Yeah. Save the peel. I don't put it in a Tupperware. With sugar, you pour right? sugar over it. Yeah. The sugar extracts oil, oil sugar from the limes. You end up with this crazy lime flavored oil right that's sugary and you use that versus like agave and stuff he said they loved it they because hey. 24 hours you have the oil hey hey guess what oh. guess what guess what 24 hours from now i don't want to be planning a margarita i want to go drink one i don't want to make them he made yeah, but he loves he making them i don't want to go make them i don't want to be like i gotta pulled, press this margarita i want to show kid, up someplace i'm gonna fire down some tacos this kid hey, you know what if dave ever listens to this podcast he can confirm this Every time he said Margie's to me, I've gone. Dun, dun, dun. 
<laughs> I went into a trance and I just ended up at his house with a margarita in my hand because they're amazing. Well, then you can tell they're just fresh. He knows what he's doing. He's perfected it. Mm-hmm. Well, why doesn't he fire us up something? Well, that's what I said at dinner. You gotta wait till summertime. When when you were for, for the machine, I said, "Why don't we have Davey make us up a batch?" Yeah, and we'll have him spin, and we could put a little label on it. He could be our first sponsor. He doesn't make the margaritas. He could literally bottle his own mix, and people would buy that shit left Let's and right. Let's just do that. It's the best. Let's do that. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta um, blow Davy up on, on a how on was, a grand scale. How was the steak? Da- how was the steak? Davy, don't worry. Day? We only Wait. charge seventy five percent. I need to see how Dave. I need to see how Dave. <laughs> Dave makes being steak a businessman, I don't think he'll like that percentage. That's where we're gonna start. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna need to see him fire up some steak tacos. You know, I bet Aggie and him probably are like great at that too. They're good at dude, anything food. Oh, dude, they're and they love they love entertaining. You want them to fire up tacos and margies one night? I guarantee they'll be like, "When do you want to do it?" This summer should be fun at his golf course every, and the Kumbaya zone Wednesday, out back. Every Wednesday, oh, yeah. every Wednesday at 5 o'clock to 7 before we have a podcast. I just don't see that happening. Say it again? Is he going to be like, okay, Dave, we're coming over. We're going to pregame at your house, and then we're going to go have a no, podcast. every week. <laughs> he might. I mean, maybe. Well, then we're for make, all, for we all we're praising him, he might be building us a studio at Hole 10. Yeah. You know, he might change you know, his plans. You know, you know, Dave has a life, right? Like, like Dave's like, oh, I got my own shit going on, guys. He, he definitely does. But those two, like, they, those two, they, they, they speaking of loving people, you. those two, those two just love to be with around people. Mm-hmm. They do. They love to let's be around these, people. Let's get, these, let's get these Davis margaritas fired up. They're, and they're always, this. they're always, they're my always benchmark, smiling. My benchmark is people. that one type of margarita. It's cool with me, but. If we can improve on margaritas. Hmm. So this is different. It's got, dude. It's more like a, uh, it's not as fizzy. For like, it's not as fizzy. Such a high end tequila. Mm. It's more of a cocktail than a, uh, yeah, than a so. seltzer. I got a watermelon one, and I don't know why they continue to use Casa, Casa Azul. We are declining sponsors. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Casa Azul. We're going to go back to these overpriced high noons. That's right. That's funny. High news got it now. I don't know. I don't know how they figured that's, it out. This summer is that's probably when I'll have my first drop of alcohol will be a margarita at the Red Barn. No, probably. fuck us, huh? Okay. No, that's you'll cool. be there. Hey, no, fuck us. Absolutely. Right. I'm plan I'm planning on golfing yeah, there some, with you guys. Fair enough. We're in here in the trenches putting work in, but yeah, fuck you guys. I'm gonna go have a drink with somebody. <laughs> I'm trying else. to be an influence on you no, guys. You we're said. trying to get healthy. I heard what you said. Hey, we asked Lisa asked Andrew about that tonight and she was like She's like, I don't have the urge to do it. She goes, she goes. So maybe she goes, maybe when we we retire, I go. So you're retiring what next week or something? And Tony's like, yeah. He, well, <laughs> what did you say to? What did you say? You said, we're out here. We're, I don't remember what you said. But we're like, when when this happens, we are ready to rage or something. I'm like, so look, funny. look, I totally support whatever you guys are doing, but when you come off the bench, we are gonna fucking rage. And, and he goes, I don't know if I want to rage. It, it's so in funny. my mind, she I'm like, did. how do you yeah. get somebody to retire yeah. in 15 minutes? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, let's so retire funny. right now. Hey, not it, drinking. It we will retire answer. five years early with the F- money. For sure. Yeah. No, no freaking doubt about it. I think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak from off the cuff here, but. Look, I want to say I'm, uh, I would what? say I'm about mildly responsible, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
I enjoy I enjoy having too much alcohol. Alcohol. You hate me if you want. Alcohol. You know, you know, I'd like <laughs> to say I'm mildly, I'm mildly, <laughs> mildly responsible. I show up when I'm supposed to. <laughs> hey, if I tell someone I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be there. Right? Yeah, you know, sometimes we gotta wake you up for breakfast, but it's sometimes, okay. but I'll get there eventually. I'm the you only did. one that doesn't need to be woke up eventually, right? But guess what? You're did I? Out. You're missing yeah, out. You, you've been minutes behind <laughs> from. I'd be late. I'd be like, late to get you. You were like 25 minutes, half hour. A couple, couple weeks ago? Yeah, I guess I probably was. I would be late to be drunk. Yeah, it's happened. You say I have been late because I've been drunk. <laughs> what did you say first? I said I, I would be late. I would <laughs> I would deal with being late to be drunk. Why the fuck am I all in this microphone business? <laughs> like, I'm talking I'm talking straight digital. Like, this microphone doesn't have to process anything. It's like, right, fuck it. Hey. Talk right to the machine. Did you ever... I'm in it. Last Saturday, did you end up driving by down 9th Street to look at that property I was talking about? Mm-hmm. Is that what you drove that way for, or mm-hmm. were you going somewhere? No. Nope. Did you see what I was talking about, though, mm-hmm. the calendar sign? Yeah, it's on the left. Yeah. Be the way. I, yeah. Yeah, I did. That's exactly where I went. Yep. That's exactly I just, where I went. I can't even estimate, like, what it costs to develop commercial property, though, like, in terms of, like, the expense, not only just in the building, but, like, the concrete <laughs> and the parking lot and all that. That's cheap. Mm-hmm. That part's easy. HMA concrete, easy. What are you doing? Stop! Don't judge me. Don't judge me. We're in bonus time right now. Extra innings. This is the penetrator episode. This is why we wanted. You, to, we wanted to do you, the podcast on the weekend so you could get loose. Did, He's did getting you, loose on a Wednesday. Did you, Keela's winning. Keela's winning. I'm losing. Did you, <laughs> Did you did you watch the uh, uh, Rogan Andrew Schultz <laughs> podcast? Freaking died, dude! Those dudes, I loved how serious they got, and then they just be cutting up. Oh did you, my! Did you hear gosh. when they were talking about uh, Austin not having any uh, like pro sports teams or whatever it was, but they had the college? Yeah. And then Rogan says something. They got the a pretty MLS? good soccer. They got a pretty good yeah. soccer thing. Did you hear what Schultz said? Yes, yes, they were dying. <laughs> that was hilarious. I almost he, clipped. He goes. Them. He what did he say? He goes. So that's cool if you're gay. Or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh That's what my I'm gosh, I was they and they were just dying laughing. Schultz was so funny. and Rogan together just. I'd never awesome. heard of that guy. What? No. I've never think seen I've... any of his stand up or anything. No, but I'm gonna watch it. I'm sure he's, it's on Netflix. He's got a podcast too. Uh, what's the name of it? You know it, Tony. Like un, not unapologetic or what is it called? Relentless or something or. Pardon me. Andrew Schultz. You know who what's he is? his podcast? Uh, flagrant. Flagrant. See, okay. he knows. All right. I was supposed to be the internet. Now you got it. Stop. No, that was great. I, I love that podcast. I can't believe you don't know who Andrew Schultz is. No, I didn't know until I listened to that. But I was. I'm a fan now. Hundred percent. That was. That was a Dude, great. That was a good one. You should hear some of his stand-up. Is great. Have you guys been able to listen to Luke Combs one yet? No. Oh, that was great too. Today I was expecting more from. Hearing me breathe. And then I, I was telling. Noticed. I was telling. Uh, I was telling Tony. Today, or you were you? You might have been. You might have been picking up Quinn, but uh, I listened to the Ed Milet podcast today. Master P, uh. and dude is dude makes you want to entrepreneurial run through Master a wall. P. He wants Ma- you just to go. Like I just want to go. Like you want to go buy that property? Let's freaking figure out a way to do it. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's get this other business plan. 
I think like, Master P's probably good at all that. It's he crazy. Wrecked, he like wrecked rap music for like five years. It all went to that weird like. That was his flavor. I know, but That's then so many knew. people started careful, doing it. it careful just, what words come out of your mouth next. What? I liked it. And then it, everybody tried to P. copy him. No, well, I'm saying too many people tried to be him then, and it all started sounding the same. Well, it was one of the stories was cool, though. He goes, so I got signed up with this, with this company, and they liked my sound. He's like, so I, put, I had about it, about it. He's like, that's what I had. Knew it was a hit. Played it for them they loved it but they were like hey come back next week with another with another another banger with another jam and we'll get this going <laughs> he comes back and they're like what you got he's like I got bout it bout it they're like dude we gotta have something else we gotta have something else come back next week he comes back next week what do you got I got bout it bout it for like five straight weeks finally they go listen this isn't gonna work if you don't come up with some new stuff he goes you haven't played any of my song anything yet he's like put it out there if it doesn't, if it doesn't smash, I'll walk away. And then it went. It smashed. Evidently. So, just funny. Who? Okay, I don't mean to alarm everyone, but let's get into some serious talk here for a minute, real quick. Please. He's got the glasses back on. So, let's oh go. my god. Let's go. And the hat so, is forward. So. Drop some dimes here. Kind of look like Joe Biden with them glasses on. I'm gonna absolutely fucking destroy you at some point. <laughs> Not right now. Hey, folks, let him let him go. All so, right. let me let me paint this picture for you guys. So, for the last seventy five years, we have been the und- and I say we, I mean the United States, been the undisputed superpower on this planet. In one form or another, whether we bought allies, whether we went and. Kick the shit out of somebody. Just seventy five years, you think? I'm, I'm pegging it like nineteen fifties. Okay. You know, post World War Two, it was like yeah. to where we okay. knew it without a doubt. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. Let, okay. Let's let let's not fool ourselves. I like it. And let's let's understand that the whole reason that we became the economic and manufacturing superpower is because we destroyed our opposition, right? The whole reason why we became the leading market for automobiles for manufacturing was because we went and bombed the fuck out of every other factory that made shit. We we disappeared them off the planet. And we cornered the market, right? Anyway, so for the last 75 years we've enjoyed the luxury of just being the the kid with the cool shit in the neighborhood. Now we find ourselves in a position of we are backing a country, that being Ukraine, with tech, with military power, because they're the underdog. Some reason we have a sweet tooth, penance if you will, for countries that are downtrodden and the underdog. Because history has told us we we can back them and push them over the hump every time. And then we get the... Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? We get the pat on the back of saying, you guys helped the people that were being oppressed. I mean, there's something to be said there for that, right? Like, okay, look, there's a bully. There's a bully walking around, and they're beating you up and stealing your lunch money. Guess what? We're going to stand behind you, and get, they're not going to fuck with you anymore. 
It's kind of the stance America has taken for the last 75 years. Now we're in a position of trying to fight a war that is on a different continent that we're on in Eastern Europe, all of Asia. That's something that we don't know like we know here, right? There's been wars. You're talking about cultures and um, countries that have been around since hundreds of years before we were even thought of. The people that made us came from there, mm-hmm. right? So now we're fucking in an area that we we have a very loose grasp on, right? We've had a stronghold in the Middle East for 30 years, ever since we've been adults. Now we're, we're basically giving the finger to Russia. Russia territorially is a gigantic country who borders with China who borders with countries that have populations that dwarf ours, right? Now you factor in economic superpowers like the Middle East who control a considerable amount of the world's oil supply. Even though the United States is a uh, a hefty producer of oil, like if we were to redirect all of our oil exports domestically, we could probably figure out a way to make that work just for us if we just kept it to here. But the value of selling it to other countries trumps, no pun intended, uh, us just keeping it domestic. You're talking about UAB, the Middle East, aligning with China, China aligning with Russia, and we're paint we're looking at a conflict that we cannot win. We have no we have been bailing people out left and right with zero return on our investments. Under the idea that we can cash these investments in at some point and they're all gonna come to our aid. It's not gonna happen. These countries just don't have the the muscle to be able to align with us and take these other countries on now that they've found themselves in a consortium of two of them against one of us, regardless of who we can talk into going on a weekend vacation with us. It's not going to, it's not going to happen. It's not going to work. That's happening right now. We are going to find ourselves pitted against a, a country that being of China that has an army that is, inferior to ours but is on a trajectory to surpass us and now they have friends that they're bringing to this fight we are in a dire situation they're they're most likely not going to invade us because we have a a strong a strong geography hold point of being america Right? I mean, we're surrounded on two sides with water. The other two sides with very friendly countries. But recently, Mexico has been saying, hey, stop blaming us for this bullshit of a drug problem, a narcotics and cartel problem. Stop, stop blaming us for all that bullshit. Okay, so now they're not as super friendly to us. So we basically have three sides of our 
of our of our land locked down. We got one that's about 50%, that being our southern border. And we have the other side of the planet where they all hate us. And they're all like, we're done. We're done listening to your shit. We're done listening to a country that can't even keep their own people from killing themselves. We're done. We're done listening to you say, hey, you have to subscribe to these uh, treaties and these referendums and these ideas that, hey, you guys need to know. We're not going to tell you anything anymore. We're not going to tell you how much um, enriched you know, you know, plutonium we have. We're not going to tell you where we're at with that shit anymore. No, it's, it's not worth it. What are you going to do about it? So we've shipped a ton of ammunition, a ton of military hardware over to Ukraine to help them fight a war. And now we've leveraged ourselves in an exposed position to where, what are we going to do? We've spread ourselves too thin. Anybody, anybody who's played the game Risk understands that you can't, you can't have your hand on every pot everywhere. It just doesn't, it doesn't work. I mean, there's logistics involved. There's time involved that you can't, you can't protect all bases all the time. When you take the planet's, let's say 60% of the planet's population, and you're going to fight against us who are, at best, we could maybe pull together 30% of the world's population to help us in what we want to do. This just feels like 4D chess that we are not, we're not ready for. Like, we're ready for right now, but we're not ready for five years from now. Did you see, well, you heard the Xi Jinping or whatever saying to Putin or whatever, we're going to see, you know, they're excited about this change that hasn't happened for a hundred years. Yep. Right? Yep. Well, there was uh, another guy who came on, he didn't reference that, but he's like the president maybe of Kenya. And he basically like, this is just a couple of days ago, he goes, I'm just telling you right now, if you have dollars, get rid of them. Yeah. Well, the, he's look, like, the, like he was saying like, Get the, out of them. The next U, two weeks. The UAB just signed a, a moratorium on any kind of problems they have with China. It's not great. These enemies that we have been able to isolate and keep at bay have now figured out what the phone number is for their neighbor that hates us too. And now they're talking. I mean, we're, we're just in a bad spot. I mean... You look at us as a country and you're like, man, these people are so busy fighting amongst themselves, trying to figure out who's going to lead them. These other countries are going to be like, okay, all we have to do is abide our time over here. In a weak state. Make, that, that make, a couple, make a couple of connections. And then, you know, these bozos, this clown show that is North America, <clears throat> we, we don't have to respect them anymore. We don't have to say whatever we want. And once the idea that democracy in our way of life is no longer the preferred way of life, we're we're to we're done. We're toast. Yeah, people are going somewhere else. All the trade, all the everything that makes us tick is gonna go away. You know, and yeah, you. I mean, you've heard in you know recent news of okay we're gonna we're trying to bring a lot of stuff back domestically to make it to where we can be whole here i mean the 
pandemic kind of exposed that supply chain issue and the that happened everywhere though not just here <sighs> right no but you know if you're talking about 3d chess whatever you want to talk about it it's like you can almost make a case for like if if it if the virus truly gets leaked out of china right and china in the process of all the crypto and all the stuff that's going on had created their own digital currency right so they have that if you say like they purposely let that out here knowing that we would shut things down knowing that we would have to print money again like as a country we like right. we put all these sanctions on people and we prevent them from doing so much stuff because we have the world reserve currency but yet we misuse it because we print it at will so basically like we create this inflation problem or whatever mm-hmm. and then i'm thinking like 40 chess they're thinking like we got them right where we want them they're basically over here Implode. misusing all this money yeah imploding printing it printing it away we now have a case to go to the world and say hey like, let's go with this. Yeah, fuck these guys. Which, it, in theory, it's true. Like, they shouldn't be able to do that. Like, with the monetary supply, especially when it's World Reserve, right? Like, just print away. It, this is, these are, like, dire times of, like, what do you? When isn't, who, the U.S. Treasury isn't really governed, is it? No. It's not even a government entity. Right, that's what I mean. Like, they're the ones printing money. Who's making those decisions? They don't actually print money. It's just no. I understand, but the right in theory, they're putting more currency out there. Yeah. Well, they're kind of they make it available to the banks. I think to like do that on their balance sheet and all the other stuff. But sure. They, they yeah open things up but, to put but on the, the thing gas. is is because that they're not governed by no it's Congress not not or the voted Senate or anything. Mm-hmm. So so what so who how do these decisions get made? Is there a board? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of people. But yeah, yeah, you're talking about something that got started with like. I'm just. I don't in know. The, in I'm the asking the question of like out the of Rockefellers, ignorance. Rothschilds. Yeah, no, right? I understand These people that. that had like okay, they're they made decisions well, based on their capital gains, but wasn't but, not on like a a country's but our fiscal solvency. But it, when those guys were doing it, we were on the gold standard, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning all of our currency was backed by gold. Is that the it was premise? To be the idea. Right. It's the a idea. Promissory was that. note, right? That you're supposed to be able to return for gold, the actual gold. Correct. Lesson. And then we came off. We didn't come off of that until the '70s, right? Was yeah. it late '70s or something? Nixon, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, so now it's just what it is. Yeah. So back then, I get it. Like the rich always wanted to get richer. The Fords, the Rockefeller. Like I get it. I, you know. Why wouldn't you give funds to invest in something that can create more jobs, more economic growth, whatever? I get it. But who governs, who makes the decisions on that right now? They do. It's a a vote. It's a board. So there is a board. There's like like 70 people or 200 people. There's a lot of people that are on the Fed. They're not not publicly. I'm just wondering who it is. No, I know that. That's what I mean. I'm I'm wondering who, who they are. Like, what is that board made up of? It's kind of wild, right? Right. Yeah, they're the one who's, you know, they're making impacts on everything. Right? You know, loan rates. Um, Is it the Federal Reserve? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the U.S.? Yeah, okay. It's That's separate than the Treasury. But Yeah, I, so I said that wrong earlier. So it's not... They're considered... The Federal Reserve is considered the central, like, bank. The, the problem... 
from what alarms me is it's not like we're in some imminent um, position of we're going to be attacked. It's we're going to be left to our own demise. Right. And we're I mean, this country is just going to eat itself up. Like they're not going to have to attack us. To, you know. Basically turn us to rubble. We're going to do it ourselves. I mean, our, our, you know, our country is based on a, on a network agreement of, look, seven, okay, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, seven members. We're going to trade with you. There's more that are a part of the group. We're going to, we're going to leverage ourselves and do things with you. It's going to benefit us. It's going to benefit you. We're all going to be happy. Well, if you take us out of that equation, now we're that we're that country on the outside looking in, and the world continues to progress, and we're stuck here. Sheesh. And then we got like growth stops. Do you know seven of them? Do you it's know? A, no, I know, but I think they have a larger advisory group. Like there's when yeah, they maybe, do there, but there's seven board. I think it'll crazy. be like the U.S. will be like. You know how, like, when you have a city that's booming or whatever, and then, like, the state, like, does a bunch of stupid stuff, and then they, like, move all the business out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're friendly for a while to something, and you have all this business. And, like, remember, like, they always talk about that with Michigan, like, especially around here, like, the paper mills back in the day were all going crazy. You know what I mean? Like, that was yeah. the thing here, you know, paper mills, and that was it. And then it's gone. And all you have is, like, the stories of the good old days back when the paper mills were here and all that. Like, that, I think, is what the U.S. could potentially be like, where we're losing our ability to be, like, power like centric like for that when businesses then the big ones amazon other people and other big companies and stuff are just like eh, you know what I mean? maybe dubai maybe these other places are better right they're safer they don't mess around More with stable, they don't mess right? around with all this like woke stuff and they do whatever yeah. and the people are pretty free there too and they sure. have a good life and i think people will start gravitating and then what you'll have left is this like shell of people who are just like man the good old days back when like it's too bad we cared so much about all these like woke agenda things or whatever that were like not in our best interest. Well, think as about a whole. think right. about just well, yeah. 20, 25 years ago. I mean, in the nineties, our big problem was our president got a blowjob. Money was running loose and fast. You could come out of college, get a decent job, not a great job, a decent job, afford a house, and start building equity as a person. You can't do that anymore. You know, I mean, those were the greatest of times. Those times that when we were in middle school and high school, as an adult, that was the heyday. You know, after that, it was all a decline. Any of us who held on to our houses prior to 2000, 2008 for the crash, we all saw a bump because our, our value increased exponentially everyone who owned a house who retained it prior to 2008 you rode that wave to where we are now in the you know extremely pumped up prices of what we own right we were able to we bought our house right before that right we were able to to cascade for that where in inside of five years Something that we owned that was, you know, six figures was now four times as much. And we were able to maintain that wealth. Anybody who got in the game after that, it's not the case. You're buying high, and now we're still high. We bought low, and now we're high. 
so we're all fine, right? Now, you talk to anybody who came out of college in the last five years, they can't afford a house. Most likely, they have some sort, some form of debt. You know, I'm, I'm willing to bet there's a lot of people who don't have any debt, who got scholarships or whatever, and cruised through school, got in a decent job. But even then, making good money now isn't enough to be able to buy a, even get into the house market, right? So you have a huge populace of people who who are cash-heavy, not equity-heavy. And you're looking at an environment where the country is in a position where we're going to lose a whole bunch of trade value, who knows what's going to happen, right? We're not going to be able to import cheap products and maintain a lifestyle that, you know, makes you happy. You're going to have to buy domestically. The domestic products probably aren't going to be as great because we don't have cheap labor to build the products that we want at the price we can afford. We're gonna put it. We're gonna get put, get put into a position where we gotta make a hard decision of how are we gonna fix this. What are we gonna do? We're gonna make everyone say, "Okay, look, we're gonna liquidate everyone's holdings and reset the curve." So everyone who was a millionaire is now a six millionaire, <laughs> right? You're gonna take a ten percent loss on your net wealth. And these are going to be the new prices you have to pay for shit. You're going to have to buy a car that costs $200,000. And it's going to be one of six things that you can afford. This reeks of a communism type of situation. In communism, if you want to buy a new car, they tell you, look, this is the car you're going to buy. You can afford it. You might be able to afford 10 of them. But this green two-door car... Is what we're telling you you're going to buy. That's what you buy. For one reason or another, like, that's it. That's that. Those are your options. You're going to run out of options. Well, anybody who can afford more than that option is not going to stay here. They're not going to be like, I'm going to stay in America and just be like everyone else. No. So you're going to have this exodus of people that leave here. The rest of the people are going to stay here. You're going to have some people who say, look, America's great. I'm going to ride or die with America. Okay. And you, you then you're going to have to make the concession that you're going to be happy with just you get what, what's available to you. That's why I think I was enjoying Trump being president because I felt like his America first agenda, I felt like, mm-hmm. it just it sent a message to the rest of the world that, like, regardless, like we're not going to get stepped on. You know what I mean? Whereas now I feel like we're kind of just in this like fetal position. Like we're hunkered back and like, I I mean, everybody's freaked out. I feel like this started back. This started back decades ago. You guys rolling? But Hey, I want to, I want to make a prediction on my, I want to, I want to say this prediction on, on here. I think if Biden decides to back out of another term, I just want to predict that Dwayne, the rock, Johnson runs for president. President Camacho, Terry you're, Cruz. you're predicting that? Is that what you're saying? If, if Biden decides not to run, I could see The Rock 
I don't know who he'd run with. Maybe him and Tulsi Gabbard together or something. Although she did leave the Democratic all, Party, but all fun times in the world. All fun times aside, the problem here is he's popular. We're in a he is we're, very popular. we're in an airplane that's on a nosedive, ninety Nose degrees down to dive. the ground, and regardless of who you put in the cockpit, it doesn't matter. Degrees. Straight down. I think, I think that in the end, as bad as it looks, I think that whether it's ugly or how we get there, I think in the end. I don't think this is the end of America. I think we might put ourselves in a situation to where we really got to fight back hard, like like tech, like a like another world war of some kind or something would have to happen. But I think that we end Nick, up on top. Nick, I think we end up on top. Nick, I hope you're right, but I will see I you on the battlefields of Indiana when we're fighting the robots because that's what that's, <laughs> that's what's coming next. When dude, when there's a T one thousand stepping on a skull and crushing it, and we're looking at each other, and be like, "Well, fuck, this didn't work out very good." The robots are on our team. No, no, they are not. They're gonna be. They're gonna be. They're gonna be like, "You guys are so fucked." I think our robots will be better than their robots. Yeah, they're gonna be smarter, yeah, okay. and they're gonna be like, "You guys are idiots." <laughs> they're they're gonna be Perfect. able to call us out faster, gonna, and so we're gonna win because of them. I, dude, I hate this. I hate I hate being the dude who has to shit on these conversations. Remember, with and I hope you guys are so right and I hope I'm so hey, wrong. Shit on these just conversations. Remember, we just Just remember that this idea of like things are going to work out just every time we sit at this we table talked about talk this. About it, every it generation goes out. through these same moments in time, right? Every yeah. generation is sitting there talking about why the end, like if it was the hippie time or it was Vietnam yeah. time yeah, or it was Cuban yeah. missile time or, or if it was, Social you know, the out. Cold War. I mean, every generation has these moments where they're talking like, this is it. You know what I mean? Like, we got to fight for this and fight for that. Like, we all have it. I hope so. Is it gross? Like, no, it's good. Hit that really? one. Yeah, it might bring you back. We might need a new sponsorship. Oh, it's lime. I need only lime. That's good. After yeah. this watermelon. Look, I feel like that is a conversation that's had to make ourselves feel good. But and they were that's talking the about warm, that's the warm blanket of like what could happen. Of like, meh, everyone's talked about this. History repeats itself, which it does. I will not deny sure. that. But times are changing. I feel like times so, are so changing. Do you think this is the fall of the Roman Empire? Yeah. Yep, I, we're like, I like, I, and so, I hate to, I hate so, to all right, say it. So, put it. I'm not let, happy about making right. about taking the stance. Hey, you believe that? That's fine. We can disagree, we but are. but I want to. I do want to know. Like, is this started? Is the demise already started? Are we cresting the hill? What's your what's your? I mean, what's your timeline on this thing? I feel like only in and where and where do we and where's the fall? Like, how far does it go? Okay, look, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. You guys gonna have to hold on for a minute. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're <laughs> I gonna, asked a deep question. You're, so. you're not gonna like. You're not gonna like this response because it's gonna get ugly. It's only in retrospect that we're going to be able to say that was the moment, right? We're gonna look sure. back and be like, "Shit, that's when Pandora's box was opened." Sure. Shit. Okay. How do we close it? We're not gonna be able to close it. We're gonna waste too much time trying to fix what we already did. In this freight train of time is going to be out of our grasp, right? So we've already unleashed <sighs> unleashed a tool that makes people superhuman, right? That being about as near to 
AI as we can get, right? What I, I think what we have on our hands now is not AI. It's really close. It's not, it's not an autonomous, cognizant, sentient being yet, right? Because we haven't totally unlocked it, but we've let it out of our control. Somebody's going to mess up. And it's not until we it's not until we look back and be like, we shouldn't have done that. Man, we should not have, somebody should have done something. Okay, well now we're gonna try to play catch up and we're just we're we're going to be woefully shorthanded. You think we already drove through the caution tape on that one? I think we're already off the cliff and we're just floating in the air waiting to crash into the ground and we think we can save ourselves and we can't. Thelma Louise style. Yeah. Right. We're like time seems like we seem we feel like we're in control this is like that quiet time like when you walk outside and you look back at something and you're like you know what things that's that's right before things got really bad and everything just seemed real quiet okay so so that's right it's hard to say hey here's the tipping point until you can look back on it and that would even still be debatable probably okay so if you think we're off the cliff heading to our demise when like realistically in your head when you think about this you're like all right we're already, we're we're like we're not getting saved we're not building a new foundation as we this isn't Fortnite right. you know what i mean yeah, right. where you can just slap stuff together with the press of a button while you're falling down so where like what's the timeline? What what do you what, like? What do you put a prediction out here of where you think this ends? And I want to know like, all right, so this is gonna have you know I'm not, I'm not like specific, but all right, this is gonna start to happen. But ten years from now is gonna look way different, and then it's gonna look like this, and then that's like the rock bottom. Okay, so we're in 2023 now. Yeah, I would say ten years from now. Ten years from now, this this plant like we are not operating in a cooperative society anymore. Okay, internationally, I think domestically. Domestically, okay. I think we are we have come to a there's no more regional leadership. There's no more states. There's no more towns. It's just there's no more borders. Right, we've we've come to a point to where it's like, look, we are, we will not be governed because our leadership isn't going to be able to handle the problems that are going to come up. Ten years from now, I feel like we're roaming the countryside. There's no more schools. There's no more. There's just no more coordination, and we're back to a hunter gatherer type of community. Ten years. Ten years from now, I feel like there's nothing. <laughs> I'm smirking under my thing. I'm just like I'm just Ten picturing it. Years like, so okay. So Ten how years. how well, does let me, this? Let me how, work it. Let me work it back. I'll work it the back. The AI to like has where to we're work at. into this for you. So ten years from now, nothing. Like you are welding plates of steel we're onto back, whatever vehicle the, you can have. Right? We're like ba- back to the future three. We're yep. going back to blacksmiths yep. and so coal. I would say five years from now, we have disassociated ourselves with all global trade we no longer look at other countries like we we think we're 
we're autonomous. We're doing I don't, what we can do. I don't in-house. feel like currently. I don't know that we've hit our peak, right? Because the way I see this is, we are on this trajectory of you know rocky roads of up and downs, but we haven't hit the pinnacle yet, and we're gonna hit the pinnacle like let's say in the next three to five years, but once we hit it, it's all downhill from there, and then it's super quick on how everything just dissolves we're going to become too smart for ourselves, right? We're going to take this tool, this superpower tool. We're going to, you're going to see advances. You're going to see diseases being cured. You're going to be seeing people live exponentially longer than they are now. It's going to be like, oh, we're, we're going to feel like we're in our heyday, but that, that crest is going to be so short. We're going to hit it inside of five years. And then those last five years are just going to be this archaic dissolving of what we know of what we're doing. And unfortunately, it's going to look like our kids probably aren't going to have, where there's not going to be a Saturday at 7 2.0. This is it, right? This is, we're going to have these years. conversations. Yeah. It's just everything seems so much faster. And I think we're polluting ourselves to not be able to comprehend what's outside of the box of the shit that we're fed every day. The way that the news cycle runs, the way that it's one travesty after another. I mean, look at what our kids have to deal with where when we were growing up, we couldn't wait to be 16. We couldn't wait to get our driver's license. We couldn't wait to to see what adulthood held for us. Our kids are going to be like, what's next? You know, what What next travesty? I mean, they, they're looking at life as major milestones that we saw uninterrupted from the outside world. They're dealing with bullshit on a daily basis of some school getting shot up, some crazy conflict, somebody not getting along when it comes globally. That they don't have that just carefree. We're going to look back and be like, man, we were in the best of times. We had so much leisure on our hands that we could collect ourselves among some friends and go talk for two, three hours in somebody's basement. For sure. We're going to be in this basement figuring out how to reload shells for ammunition, for for guns to protect ourselves. I just don't, it's just, the future does not look super bright. I mean, despite me wearing sunglasses here at, 10 20 on a wednesday <laughs> i i i despite look, the podcast title many many <laughs> many of these rants this aside wednesday. look man i hope i hope i'm so wrong i hope everyone looks at me and be like you are an absolute idiot tony you let <laughs> you let this fanciful world of post-apocalypse run wild in your head and you were so wrong and while we're all having my ties and figuring out what the best margarita is 10 years from now you're like Okay, I will gladly be that <laughs> buy fool that round who said, "Yeah, absolutely." Guess what? I'm gonna be milking coconuts and lime juices or whatever the fuck Nick was talking about <laughs> to make the perfect <laughs> margarita. I will happily be that person, but I so it is not. <sighs> what really clued me into this and what really set me on this trajectory is I remember during the pandemic when we were locked up in our houses and. I found myself explaining to my daughter, who was 
seven and eight at the time, like political stances and geopolitical type of maneuvers. Sitting there, I remember it like it was yesterday, sitting at that island in my in my kitchen, eating an Uncrustable and a Capri Sun with Ava and explaining to her why our own country was storming the Capitol building. And it's like I don't I don't have any I don't have any reference to draw from. I don't I don't remember having this conversation with my parents. Right. You know, I don't have this I don't have this angst and unrest to draw from for where somebody explained it to me. And now I gotta explain it to my daughter of these people are these people are unhappy with how things are going. And it's manifesting itself in their idea to absolutely overthrow everything that controls the comforts that we enjoy. These people are willing to absolutely piss that away on a weekend to say, I want change right now. And you have a pot, you have a pot of water that is just below boiling. And all it takes is just a little bit of a push to push over. And that's where we're at. You know, and if we can't, I mean, domestically, if we can't control and we can't, we can't even really see where the train's going domestically. Now you feed into that, you know, a foreign entity of they have their own thing that they're trying to make us do. We don't stand a chance. You know, I mean, it's we're in a vacuum because we surround ourselves with people that we love and we really I know you guys feel the same way, but I, dude, I cherish these times that we get together. You know, I get hopefully we get more than ten years. I get amped up all week about you know I'm gonna go see two people that I really enjoy being around. I'm gonna go spend the whole evening with them. I'm gonna go break some bread with them. I'm gonna go have some drinks. I'm gonna just talk about whatever we want to talk about. Numerous occasions, everyone asks us, "What are you guys gonna talk about this week?" I don't know. I know. And it really doesn't even matter. Yeah. I, I, I've told them. I've told people, ask the same question. But all this... So what are you, what are you guys going to talk about? What do, what that's do you, what Andy said. And, and, I, and, I, and I go, about it. we've never had an agenda. Not once. I feel like it's all it's all in such jeopardy. You know? It's like, what do you... <clears throat> I think you're just missing some steps in there. I'm, I hope I, so. I, I want you to... Dude, Nick, I really hope here's, so, bro. Here's like a, another scenario I think that you might see so we're kind of like divided as a country and you had said like there won't be any states anymore i think we go through a phase first where people will start gravitating more towards areas you know what i mean like florida right now is talking about you're not doing any central you know bank digital currency on us we'll start our own right mm-hmm. florida's already seeing a ton of people coming there that want to live in florida they want to follow DeSantis. you know what i mean they like what's there at some point it'll be overrun with people who think like that, right? Which will then move out people who don't. I think America first before we truly, you know, fall, right? I think state by state, you'll see where people are like fed up and they get out and these states will fail first, right? Like if California doesn't get their shit together at some point, they're going to be in trouble, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you have LA and you have all that. It's one of the most beautiful freaking states in... But... The U.S. But like, 
you just can't do and have stupid policies or whatever and run cities in, in a state like that, right? Like, it's just not good for anybody. That's why you had, like, Rogan and other people leave to go to Austin and all that, mm-hmm. right? And they're, sure. they're in Texas. So I think, like, you get to the point where these other places are going to go. They're going to be free, right? They're going to be capitalism, you know, capitalist societies or whatever, and they're going to be, like, people who are about a certain way, basically, right? And I think that, like, that'll be, like, the... If you want to like enjoy this type of life, you live in this area. And I think people will gravitate towards those, but I think you'll see more of a separation in our country first. That's what will make us really vulnerable to others. Right. Because we won't be the United States. We'll be America still, but we'll, we'll be separate and you'll kind of have like, you know, like what are, what are those people going to be willing to do to protect that? What? Well, think about it. Like if you knew that this, like these powerful people, who are willing to stand their ground for everything and are capable and they're all in Florida, but you're in another country or whatever. And you're like, where is America the weakest? Right. It's where they're like not caring about this stuff. California all of a sudden is a sitting duck. Right. So China just comes across the Pacific or whatever. And we're like, we'll start here. Right. Yeah. And they're like, you know, and but I there, think that there has been quotes of very powerful generals and leaders of armies that have said that the only reason that they don't attack America is because there's a gun behind every blade of grass. Right? So but what that's not everyone. That's not everyone in this United States. We have divided ourselves on one side or the other and it's only getting worse of either you like this or you don't. Either you're on this side or that side. There's no yeah. Every day there's more and more division between you're either over here or you're over there. There's no in-betweens. Us three, there's not – we are every day a little bit less a minority if we ever were one. You know, people look at us and we're compassionate. We're empathetic. We're people who who love people. We're a dying minority of this country. And at some point, you're you're gonna get like, it will break us, the three of us. It will break our idealism of being able to say, "Look, people are people. I accept people. I can understand that the reason you think about something one way or the other is because you have a life trajectory that has brought you through trials and tribulations and things that have made that have forged your your stance in life." That's not happening. People are, there. there's not, we're not being reproduced at a rate that will at one point, everyone will be like us. We're, we're dying off. It's much, much easier to just say, you know what, I don't like these people because they don't align with what I think. You know, being accepting of other people is not a very fashionable, it's not a very appealing type of life and, and we're just we're just going to be at some point be outnumbered you know I mean it's just it, the idea that we're going to congregate in these mass groups of okay if you like this and you want to subscribe to this way of life then you're going to be in this area if you like this then you're going to live in that area <sighs> cooperatively we can't even make this country function 
and you divide us into those type of people over there, those type of people over there, it's not going to be better. We're not going to somehow figure out, okay, this all works for all of us now. You guys stay over there. You guys stay over there. Because we don't. I mean, you look at look at your own family. You know, my sister doesn't align with the things that I like. My mom doesn't align with the things that my dad likes. My step-parents don't align with each other. It's just the thing that makes us great is going to be our biggest demise. This melting pot of acceptance of different people and look, I don't agree with you or that's not how I would do it, but I still love you. That love is going to find itself on a declining here on a, on a declining type of currency. I think like look at like when you have I think why I always go back to California is like when you decide at some point that you're going to arrest people and then let them right back out or you're going to allow people to go into a store and steal and not chase them or call the cops or prosecute, right? Like where you start allowing all of these like crazy ideas, you know what I mean, start to happen, like it's that's a downfall, right? Like people need to be held accountable like for those things. Like New York, California, they're just doing so many weird things, defund the police and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's dangerous stuff, right? But yet then when it comes time or whatever, you know what I mean? Like people are just like, oh crap, I really like those things. You know what I mean? Like, but they're pushing so far. It's like, yeah, we don't want, that's not the answer to, yeah, because, to get rid oh, of law oh, enforcement. Okay, look, people, people seem to, th- they look at this thing and they're like, okay, look, this win, I need a win. Um, whether it be equality amongst these two different groups that they're just too far left and too far right, or they're just too far apart from each other. But I need, like, an equality win. What are you giving up to make that happen, right? I mean, you're giving up, like, this country was based on the idea that I don't like those people. I'm going to come over here, and guess what? We're going to accept a whole bunch of people, right? It doesn't, it's not going to matter what color your skin is. It's not going to matter who you think God is. Come on over here. We're going to be a country of minorities, but together we're going to be a majority. Right? Come over here. You can, you can have a whole bunch of rights. You're going to be treated like a decent person. That model doesn't have real long legs. At some point, the things that we ran away from and the type of people that we don't want to be associated with anymore, that's a bunch of that is just built into us. right? And at some point, we're going to come back around to we're going to end up being the people that we, we ran away from. You know, because it's... It, 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 I don't see any way from us to get out of the survivability type of how do you make yourself more durable and robust to survive where you acquire more assets you make yourself when it comes really down to it when you boil down all the all the things that you own and you really get to a rudimentary level it's gonna come down to like how much you can bench press over the other person how how much stronger are you than the other person when it comes down to a forceful will of like, I'm going to survive and you're not going to, it means that you're stronger, right? 
all the cars, all the money, all the piles of cool shit that you have mean zero. It's going to come down to strength. Well, then we're back to this like archaic level of like, I'm going to take what you have because I'm going to survive and you're not, right? It's no more, yeah, let's go have, let's go have a drink. Let's go, let's go hang out. It's not going to happen anymore. It's, I'm going to have people I need to protect and provide for, and you're in the way of that. And maybe this kind of paints that picture of, you know, when we were talking about last week about AI and how I'm doom and gloom and the ugly side of it with how robots aren't going to need us and AI is not going to need us. Like I said, I'd love to be wrong, but the infrastructure that makes a person, it doesn't, it, it doesn't look great. We don't have a great track record of let's make concessions individually to make the group survive. That's not, I don't know that I've seen anything that has ever said that. Anything that's ever, you know, prolonged its existence. It's always been, okay, in a very short manner, everyone realized who the winning team was, and nobody wants to be on the losing team. So let's get on the winning team. Okay, now that we're all on the winning team, the strong people, guess what, now they're in charge. Now we're on the winning team, but we're just not the strongest people. Okay, now this now the weak people get sorted out. Now it's just the strong people on the winning team. Now they're in charge. Now there's further division amongst those people, and it sorts it out until finally somebody has all the cards, and there's nobody left. Right? I mean, it's this, either you are the conqueror, or you're towing the line for the conquering group and accept a lower level of survivability. So if you're not in charge, either you concede to the person who's in charge. And you say, okay, I'm willing to have a not as free life to the people who are in charge. Or you fight the people who are in charge and you, you perish. I'd so hope I'm wrong. But it just doesn't feel like it, you know. I mean, it's just the 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 people's egos and greed and overwhelming desire to say, "Look, I got a little bit more than you do." It just every day pops back up, you know. Whether it be in the news cycle, whether it be on social media, whether it be on conversations you have, it's always I got a little bit more, you know. Sometimes it's met with this idea that it's okay. Look, I'm not rubbing it in your face. But at the end of the day, I got a little more than you do. Okay, that's fine. Most people are like, meh, it's not a big deal. You know, there's people who have done better than I have. I'm okay with that. <sighs> I think you're probably like a little bit ahead is all. But I, I mean, I think America thrives before it goes down. And I think that we'll probably, you know be even a bigger larger global superpower probably controlling most of everything we're not even on any form of offense right now right like we haven't had any like provoked attacks on us so we're not even like doing anything military wise other than like helping ukraine a little bit with some like stuff but you know what i mean like mm -hmm. at some point somebody's gonna try to make some attack in some way and we're gonna have to go and do something offensive you know 
and show the world again, like kind of where we stand, which I hope doesn't have to happen in any way. I wish it could be without wars, but if someone sees that opening or whatever, they're like, okay, America's like in a slump right now. You know, they've defunded like their military and they're down a little bit and they've done a bunch of stuff. So they try to make a run or something. I don't know. But I think that the media has done a really good job of making us appear more divided than we probably are, right? In a voting situation, we get like kind of a 50-50, you know, Democrat and Republican. And I think a lot of those people like are split. Like a lot of people didn't want to vote Republican, but they kind of like lesser of two evils type of thing. And so I think like really it's probably like you have this like hardcore over here is like 15%. You have this hardcore over here that's 15%. And the majority of the people fall somewhere in that like 75 to 80% range. I agree. And we just haven't had the right media outlet to... To give us, you know, but we have people now like yeah. like Joe Rogan. We have Tim Pool. There's other people. You got Russell Brand. You know, people yeah. speaking some really like Candace Owens. Yeah, like these people are speaking like just common sense. You know what I mean? Like just stuff that like mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of people relate. And they're like, yeah, I'm not so much of that far right, or I'm not so much of that far left. I know I'm not. Yeah, you lean. You lean might lean one way certain issues. Certain issues you lean the other way. I, I just think but about at it. the sa- same time, like I, th- I agree with you. I've always said most people, I think, are in this middle where we kind of agree on a lot of stuff. Probably if you polled people, the majority of people are agreeing. I'm there's not a lot of hills that I'm dying on in anything, right? There's not a lot of things that I'm like so gung ho about that I wouldn't just back down if it meant like, really, if you feel oppressed by this. I'll back off, right? Because I don't care that much that if it hurts you that much, so be it, right? That's kind of how I think about almost everything. Yeah, but do you think that there's enough? Okay, so we're being... The narrative that's spun for a lot of people, and granted, I, I feel like we're, we're, not, we're not recognizing enough the idea that we're more of an anomaly than what we think we are, right? Our acceptance and free thinking that happens at this table is not the majority right so this this divisive narrative that's being fed to a lot of people i mean it tastes good to a lot of people it's a lot easier to hate than it is love so for somebody to say look i got all these people over here all these people over here then it's not a huge group Right? It's like one narrative being spun of like all these people think this, this is right. So come get over here with this group. Okay, that's easy to say. Okay, I'm going to let these people do the thinking for me. I'm going to go get in line with these people. Seems like a big group over here. right? And all it's doing is, is pulling all of us out of this center group of like, okay, look, we got some differences. But for the most part, there's a whole bunch of stuff that we all agree on and we all love and we need all these things. But these couple of things make a whole lot of sense because what that person said spoke to me. Well, what that person said was amplified and backed by a whole bunch of money and maybe an even smaller group of people who were reaping the rewards of that money. Okay, well, that makes those people richer and... If I align with those people, then maybe I'll be rich too. Maybe I'll have a little bit easier life if I go with those people. 
when all you got to do is stop and say, okay, well, what does my neighbor think? This dude's been, like, cutting my side of the grass a little bit more than he's required to and been helping me out. I love that dude. But, you know what, that dude put a thing out in his front yard that I don't like. So now, fuck that guy. He's on the other side. I'm on this side. Now, the fact that he's helping me out Mm -hmm. and blowing my leaves or mowing a little bit of my yard for me and making my life easier, now he's intruding on my shit. Now the things that you thought were great, now they're not even great. Now they suck. Now they're impacting you in a negative light when all this is just something that somebody else said you should think. What do you think? Well, it doesn't matter what I think because I signed up with this group. I just... (sighs) The one thing that's going to pull us out of this is if aliens attack the planet. (laughs) (laughs) Aliens come here and we're like, you know what? This is, all bu- this, is, this is all bullshit. The aliens are the problem. We love to hate. Oh we love gosh. to find like this is the problem. This is this is the the centerpiece of all of our the problems. One, the one thing. We can go. <laughs> we can go if we destroy them. Guess what? Well, guess what? And then you know, what? five years after we kill all the aliens, we're right back here. We're right back to this part of like we got nothing to hate collectively anymore. So let's hate each other. That sucks. That's just shitty life to live you know all of us sitting around this table all of us love people we love stories we love crazy underdog stories we love people that do real well we are cheerleaders of the people who really dedicate themselves to stuff we're and you're right like this i think if you were to take us all in a vacuum and put us one-to-one on any people, we would have a conversation and be like, you know, I like that guy. Or, you know what, that person's got a, that person's got a pretty pretty good trajectory through life. Nice hug. Yeah, right? I'm going I'm to hug the shit out of this person because I like him. But when you put us in the, you know, the court of public opinion, it's like, well, do you want Are you okay with looking at that person and saying, I feel like this, so I like that person. But all these people over here be like, burn that dude on the stake. Well, now I've got 100 people who will accept me if I give this person the finger. Or in here, what means something to me is against all that, and I I like this person. Well, most people are going to say, I'm going to take 100 friends over one because more is better. And you, guess what? I liked you yesterday. I hate you today. But now all these other people who are fair weather friends are going to say they're my friend. I just think more people have that. And I think it comes down to people not having connections like this. Uh, You can say whatever you want here. And there might be some, some fuck yous thrown around. You know, who knows? Maybe there's a podcast where we all just fight each other. <laughs> But guess what? Next week I don't we're gonna like go, my odds. We're, we're, we're gonna go have <laughs> next You're week. In the middle too. <laughs> next week we're gonna go have tacos and we're gonna have some drinks somewhere. Not next week. We'll be gone. Well, mm. you know, I mean, on paper, but huh. and we'll, we'll we'll come back and we'll have another discussion because it it I mean this draws back to very early conversations we had at not this table but a plastic table. Because none of this mean like none of this this is all just great things like it's cool for us because it's it's fun to sit around right if we had if if we were in different circumstances of like you know some marble fortress having this talk 
it'd just be a different context of we're having this talk and the talk would still be the same we'd like having discussions over things that are festering in our minds <coughs> right the idea that we produce a forum of say say what you want say what you feel like that may be ridiculous to somebody else that might be ridiculous to the other two people at the table but you say whatever you want and we'll discuss it and we'll listen to each other and you can chime in however you like you can be silent the entire time the conversation's happening you can lead the conversation it doesn't matter say what you want it's a forum of what happens here is going to be discussed and it's okay right this does not happen everywhere. This does not happen four times out of ten. It happens maybe ten percent of the time of, okay, I don't want to talk to you about it. You're wrong. I'm right. I win. You lose. That's it. I'm the one who decides that. These are just rare times, and I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope... I hope I'm that guy. I hope Saturday at 7 continues long after I'm gone with two people instead of three because I was wrong about everything. Because that would mean that everything succeeded on the plus side. At this moment, what do you think the worst or the biggest threat right now in America like is then? like Americans. No, I'm saying like in terms of like what is going on. getting our own way. What is going on right now, like, in the world that is, like, threatening to us? I mean, is it trans rights? Is it gun rights? Is it defunding the police? Is it racism? It's our... Like, what is our problem? Like, what is the... the, Is it abortion? I mean, like, what is the... It's our own pumped-up idea of self-worth. We're not that important. I mean, we're part of a bigger system of... Things that I mean, we're part of a machine, but we're so happy to say that we're special. We're not special, you know. I don't, I don't need to like somebody because they're they're crazy good at something. I can just like somebody because I like them. I know? think it's all manufactured, is what I'm saying. I don't think any one of those things. I think between the media and the government, it is in their best interest to keep us at odds so that they seem relevant, right? I think like. If we're all left to our own, right, and maybe the states are the ones that have, like, all of the say and everything, there's no more federal thing. I don't think, say they shut media off altogether. I think, like, things probably go pretty smooth, right? There isn't these, like, weird things where people are all anxious and nervous about what's going on and all that stuff. I think people coexist and they work. I work at Western, crazy diverse, but everybody I interact with there is great. Right. From, And we're all different in terms of like what we would probably claim as our, you know, politics and all that stuff. But I, I love everybody I work with in that building, whether they're in maintenance or landscape, there's not a single person in there that I look at when I go to work in my office that I don't care for. None of the custodians that work under me that there's not any of them. And there's some really good workers and there's some not so great workers, but I mean, I still care about every single one of them. And I know that they have way different beliefs than me. And I know a lot of them probably don't even like me. Cause they've probably said so, you know sure. what I mean? And I know from someone else or something, you know, but I still like, I just think that like I push all that stuff out and I don't even like give it any time of day really when it comes to like 
just individual relationships. But I just think if if the media wasn't, you know, spiking all this stuff up here and there, border crisis, you know, people coming over wanting to be in America. Sure, is there some problems with that? Like in terms of, are we getting drugs in here that we don't want? Are we getting terrorists coming through the border that we don't want? Are we just getting undocumented people that are dangerous? Like maybe, but I don't still think we need to lose any sleep over it. It's been happening for years and years and years. It's not like anything new, right? They're coming in droves, but eventually they'll run out. There's only so many. Open the floodgates. Let them all come. Anybody who wants to come, free ride. I, I could care I, less. I think we I think we lose. Not a free ride, though. What I'm saying, though, is the media <laughs> the media pumps it up, and they say, you know, when Trump was in there, it was Trump's fault. And when now when Biden's there, now it's Biden's fault. It's like it, they're just back and forth. Someone takes the turn at taking the blame for what's going on. Nothing ever really changes. They fight on what the solution should be. You know what I mean? It's, it's are, just a bunch of talk. And it's yeah. like fighting over the dumbest stuff for no reason. Like, just but who we cares? Are, we are a blip on the radar of time. How long has this country been around? Well, it feels like we're here for a long time on our yeah, end. for us. Blip and, yeah, whatever. But it's but long it's for me. Be, but it's, it's just super short. I mean, look how fast we've gone from a group of guys on a boat sailing across something they didn't have a map for and thinking we were Cuba but we were America and colonizing and oppressing the people that were already here and saying this is ours now get the fuck out we're going to take this whole stretch of land over and to where we are now I mean less than a hundred years ago where we live at didn't look anything like what we look, you know, what we're living at now. And this curve of growth is like this. It's not a steady incline. It's exponential. Right. So what do you, I mean, okay, what, what does it look like? What a hundred years ago looked like is what it's going to look like 10 years from now, growth wise. Right. I mean, you're going to have, you're going to have these cities just dissolve in. I mean, we already see cities that were absolute meccas. There are, I mean, look at Detroit. Look at Chicago. They're coming back, though. Look at, we think they are. You need to go downhill to come back. But for. Uh, Detroit has. No, it hasn't. It came back from where it was. When I moved here, it was bad. Yeah, from then. But I mean, look where it was 50 years ago when Detroit was produced like if you if you're like i bought a car nobody asked where it came from it came from detroit not anymore it's because unions destroyed you know look at <laughs> look at any you know any of these rust belt cities we're gonna see it next weekend when we head south we're gonna see a part of america that's not that's not a destination city and we're gonna see these towns that have just been obliterated and left behind you know michigan has prospered because we have something very unique we have a ton of fresh water around us we're a recreational state but look at some of these states that don't have that definitely ohio indiana illinois kentucky west virginia virginia you know tennessee these countries yeah they have standout cities but for the most part they're not someplace everyone's like we should go there you know, you have the East Coast, round water. You have the West Coast, round water. 
Florida water, right? I mean, you have destination places, people, places that people thought, this isn't where I work, but this would be a cool place to go visit because I can go do some fun shit there. It's not, it's not everywhere, you know? I, I saw this... I saw this breakdown of the 50 states, and it was our preparedness for, like, a zombie apocalypse. And, ironically, Michigan was, like, in the lower 10%. I remember you mentioning that. And, like, I was personally offended. I'm like, what are you talking about? With all this fresh water around us, you don't think we're going to survive? With this inclement weather that anybody not from the top we talked about this. the top 15 states of our country i mean top geographically like if you take the lower part of michigan and run straight across through all the states anybody south of that looks at our state and is like why would you live here you know what i mean this this weather sucks it's cold it's there's hard times here driving sucks you can't get around to do stuff we're used to it you go south it's like it gets below 60 it's like mm, i don't really like this I don't know. I, 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 dude, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry that this is like. No, it'll be. It'll make for. Good. I'm like Linus over here with my blanket, just like raining on everyone's parade. But it just it just doesn't look great. They the, used the to bigger outlook. Just is not like great. Look at, I had a professor at Western tell me whatever he said. Like back in the late '60s, early '70s, or whatever, there were people in panics like that were talking about the fear of another ice age and global cooling. And he said it was a real panic. Like people were writing papers and they were talking about like the fear of this ice age that could come. And can you imagine if the polar ice caps like worked their way back over? You know what I mean? Like it'd be a scary situation if we like just got into this ice age. That wouldn't be fun to try to live through like permafrost type stuff coming through and us trying to like melt it and do all that and keep up with that. Nick, it wouldn't be fun to live through because our state would be under three miles of ice. It's not even. It's not even like kind of inhabitable. Exactly. It's not. Not at all inhabitable. My my point is, is that the people feared and were making claims like in ten to fifteen years this will happen, just like now. We've been talking about this with global warming and the climate change and stuff. And they're saying, you know what I mean? Fifteen years ago, Al Gore was saying, in twelve years, shit's gonna hit the fan. Well, we're three years past that. You know what I mean? So, they're. I hate saying you know what I mean. I say that so much. I'll do better. I'll do better. I say it a lot, too. I hate it. Mm. I hear it now more than ever. I would be willing to bet I say look more times than you say. You, you're, you're, my, you know what I mean is you're. Exactly. (laughs) He's like. Exactly. Because when you're like really thinking about something and you want to get a point across. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) He's like. I hope no. I hope I hope I hope we have infinity number of podcasts. Heck yeah! And hey, I hope it continues. I hope we. I hope we find ourselves in a position of like we're floating up here on like some weird maglev seats. And technology is like, can you believe the cool shit we have now? And it's like, man, Tony. I'm glad we finally got to retire your tinfoil hat because we're going to be okay. <laughs> That's that, that should be the goal, though, right? So we get this, you know, we look at our goals we had at the beginning of the year. We get some passive income flowing, and we, like, all, all of a sudden we got this, you know, some real estate and some other stuff with all this passive income. We're like, we really don't need to work these other jobs. 
why don't we just do a podcast every day? You know, we'll have breakfast every day and do our podcast because we'll be retired here in the next five years. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna have something to do. Podcasting golf. Or the other tell side you what, is three, like three dudes can dream, baby. No, I, I'm, the, other, the other side of that is like coming live from the center of the atomic bomb blast that is hey. Saturday at seven. Hey, we're gonna hey, show up. Uh, radioactive meter readings are at a seven today. Don't go outside because your skin will melt off. Uh, I got we my in, robot slave over here. here. We're down here in the foxhole. Chef me up a high noon and it's in a mason jar. You know, it'd be like, hey, I peed into a jug and guess what? You kind of get you messed up. <laughs> to have some, you know, like this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I no, but if I if not. I didn't have to dedicate eight hours a day to sitting at Western working, right? I would, yeah. I could, I could throw down an hour or two a day with the headphones on and the microphone, I could throw just down talking. Eight hours a day. I, that's why I said I wanted to do this on Saturday mornings. I'm gonna sit here with a pot of coffee and just just pound go, them. go to town. I feel like that would be counterproductive. Like we would take our ultra productive Saturdays and turn them into like we're just sitting in a basement. No, because it's still early. For like, twelve hours, I'm, I would be just rolling. Chopping in. it up. I'd be rolling in here at like six thirty. We get the coffee pot going. Right. My suggestion. We would, suggestion, not see, we would, not would see the It would be outside. fine. My suggestion was just for like one time, but one Saturday a month would be good too. <sighs> I, I he just, wanted to cook breakfast. I find it. I, I just find this yeah, that's conflict internally of like this thing is based off of our enjoyment. Of going to breakfast. This is a side shoot. If somebody was like, we look, could name it either after if somebody the day was like, and time we meet. If it somebody, would still if, be somebody if somebody told me, look, either you can continue to have breakfast every Saturday morning or you can do this podcast every Wednesday night. Sorry, guys, but I'd pick breakfast. Right? It's like that. I, w- I would too, I guess. The, just just the, the this purity. This is really fun. It, I, it's, a, it's a blast. It is great. But the purity of that Saturday morning of what? You don't think I got to stick. It's with not that the one. same. Mm-mm. What's the difference between there and not doing this versus there? I'm not in tune with any, the other people who are there in the service. Fair. Like sometimes or whatever is like yeah, not so to, great. I wish when I'm just getting to, coffee. When we had to beg for coffee, I was well, like, I "What do you mean? Do we need a refill?" I, I, I wish I had just this just. Great stoic up. response. Eat them up. Great stoic response Eat for why up. I would pick breakfast over this, but I don't. If it was just, just if a I felt like of... Norm there, right? Like to to Justin there, like yeah. you know, he's gonna fist bump us, and that would be sad to not do. But really, I'm still just I only go there because you guys are going there, and I'm having coffee with you guys. True. So if I felt like yeah, that's just if the place. I felt like my new tradition was like I'm waking up every Saturday morning because I'm gonna get here, get the pot started in this room. You know what I mean? Especially if this thing is like super cozy and killer at some point, you know? Heck yeah. You're like, just so trying to romanticize me into this and it's working. No. <laughs> it's working. I, I, I wasn't asking for, I still would want to do. I actually, it appeals to me. I, mean, I would still want to do LaRue's. I would still want to do LaRue's all the time. I'm saying like if, if we. Stop. Yeah. Stop, stop trying to convince me. Stop trying to convince me. <laughs> Bring it, it. it can but, be another penetrator episode. I don't do it. I do but it. this this penetrator is as long as the first Freaking penetrator! What if what if that was the case? Which what one is like, gonna be the penetrator? What, what if that was the case? It was like, hey, Saturday mornings we roll over to this undisclosed Todd's basement location, and we're like, <laughs> we're gonna do a podcast on there, and we're just gonna chop it up down here. And I, dude, I don't hate it. I don't hate the idea <laughs> because it sound it sounds awesome. Except it opens up Wednesday, so. Now we just do it once a month. I like I like Nick's idea. Once a month is good. 
And then we might go, it's actually better. Let's do it all the time. Dude, it's like... <laughs> it's like... Yeah, but... <laughs> or maybe the Wednesdays are just these... Sh- we do. We make sure we do a short jam. I would still want to do some Wednesdays, though. I mean, I, yeah. I still I'm not saying against you. I still don't want to use this analogy, but I got to. It's like... I mean, it's like this, talking. It's like talking what, your first guys, girlfriend in knees in the back door. It's guys, like, listen. It's a slippery devil slope. I'm gonna walk down. Listen, listen, guys. <laughs> Sounds awesome. We're gonna be from seven listeners to fourteen in no time. We have to think about the future. <laughs> we're gonna be doing double penetrator. <laughs> we're, not, we're not gonna be able to do this, episodes. We're not gonna be able to do this before, podcast in here because this room's gonna be filled with money. Before you know it. <laughs> The double penetrator will be coming at you. <laughs> you don't know. We're going to go I'm from talking, 7 to 14 I'm so, I'm so in the blink of a Wednesday. I feel like I feel like somebody's offering me, do you want ice cream? You want ice cream with sprinkles on it. I don't give a fuck. They're, it's both ice cream. Let's go. Speaking, oh, speaking of listeners, there is an absolute collated spike to any kind of a social media push that we might do. We're like, hey. Check it out. Mm-hmm. So every time our, bo- our reach on Facebook just keeps going up. Every time, every, one. every time we just spoon feed a little bit of hey, this is what's going on. People are like, oh shit, I like it, and it bumps up. Like you see, like across the board, ten more listens on every episode. It's very strange that I'd be very curious to find out, and we can we have this metric to look at, but. Like, how many people are like, oh, I want to go check that out. And then they listen to us for five minutes. They're like, meh. Or how many people listen yeah. to us and be like, I got to listen to all eight episodes. I got to I gotta have more of this. I don't know. I think if we had, like, a Fleshlight sponsorship or something, we'd probably get a ton of listeners, you know? Frick, yeah. Can we not? Can we make like a like a hard stance of we're not gonna do any video endorsements because if I have to video endorse a flashlight, you guys aren't gonna want to see it. I just want to see the boxes that they <laughs> ship they ship to your house. What, what's what's flashlight? I don't. It's Bra- like Brady's gonna be like, "What is Brady's like, "All these flashlights need batteries. <laughs> none of these none of these make anything." So easy Duracell, we're you're our next sponsor. <laughs> batteries. Todd's family's gonna be like, who ordered the sex doll? Don't worry about it. They're a sponsor. Don't worry about it. We didn't ask for these sponsors because they're coming at us. Literally. We didn't ask for this responsibility. We got shouldered with it. Okay. (laughs) We listen, you want one? We just answered. (laughs) 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 Why? You here's one here's one for you. Stop complaining. (laughs) Why? You like the way she looks? I'm pretty sure that one just winked at you. <laughs> Help yourself. Help yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel oh, like we could, we could just take clips of us just fucking busting up at stuff. Busting or sussing. Dude, we got to talk about the last... Oh, my gosh. I was talking about that episode, and I told my... <laughs> My daughter said, look at the title. <laughs> Bussin' or sussin'? I looked at Maddie, and she's just like, you gotta stop. <laughs> it's not thing, that is not something anybody says anymore. Oh, that was like just a few weeks ago? They're over it? Oh, no, it was just last, it was we like should, Friday. We should, 
No, because I say bus. I used to say bussin. Oh, this Tony, I used to be like, this breakfast is bussin off. Is it bussin? Bussin. We finna find we, out. And then my 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 kids are like, people don't say that anymore. I'm That's like, what I'm saying. I'm like, like but I love saying it. <laughs> when you when you really get your lips into making it bussin. Man, that's a good thing to say. I still and then they were like, then they introduced Sussin. I'm like, I have no I, idea. I what's still remember the night we're sitting at Firekeepers Casino and we're sitting in the sports bar and we're talking about bussing and what it means. And Nick looks at us and goes, Okay, so you guys are talking about bussing. Do you <laughs> guys right. know what bussing McSussin means? <laughs> we're like, We barely know what bussing means, Nick, but please tell us. Bussing McSussin, that's right. Yeah, that was you. Should I go to our Saturday at 7 Facebook and hit a live video? I would. <laughs> the masses <laughs> want it. They're clamoring for more content. See how many people log in? Give me. Dude, give me. Dude. Oh, oh. Spe- oh, no, I'm, I'm good for one, too. Let's go. Oh, wait. I just went live. I've already had five. Five of these. Check out the setup. Five of these boys. We've got. Oh, Noons and Casa Azul. Casa Azul. So I got this crazy Ta-da, idea. What up? And I want to see if you guys. Our camera if guys, boxes. If you guys want to get in on this. What kind of did you get? Strawberry margarita. Oh, let's go. Me too. We're going to find out what this tastes like. Huh? I got an idea. It's hit me. Are you live? Is no. anybody on? No. No. Hell no. <laughs> hell hell 11. no. 11 on a Wednesday. So I got this idea. What if we start. A subscription service where it's just us hanging out. It's like a podcast. But you have- <laughs> Is this going to be our OnlyFans? <laughs> yes. Hey. Yes. Turn your hat backwards <laughs> and sell it to people. Come on. You really get into it. <laughs> sell to people, baby. Come on. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, hear me out. So... <laughs> So this idea is we're back online. We tap into the lonely person market of we're not going to acknowledge you as a person, but you can watch us. You can watch us talk amongst yourselves. So that's only that's your but ba- you're the, that's the OnlyFans press. It's it's like what we do now, but people give us money. <laughs> I think I think we're missing the boat of capitalizing on how much like passive income we. Can. We could we could accrue by just doing what we're doing, but making people pay for. It. Hey, if it's good, I think that's how some businesses if start. It, if it's good, why give it away for free? I know, just like saying. on Facebook, or not Facebook, but on YouTube or whatever. Like when people are watching like the lives that, like on the stuff I pay attention to. Sure. Like people like do like super chats, so you like talk about them, so they like send you ten bucks like instantly. Like, what if people right started? Really? What if people started sending us money to stop? <laughs> <They're> <laughs> like, what? well, if it's OnlyFans, yeah. enough, enough. Please stop. Here's ten dollars. Please don't yeah. do this anymore. We got, we got to end the set. We got to end the madness. It's worth it. Yeah, it's, this is this room is improved. We got to get some stuff on the walls, but we started in a Hawkeyes on the folding table right over there. I feel, do. I really want to get that. Giant picture of Baby Yoda saying, "It's your boy, it's stupido." <laughs> like the background for right me. There, a mural. Yeah. Have somebody come yes. in and paint a mural. Yeah. <laughs> it's your boy, it's stupido. 
All right, I, I got time for one more. Always, dude. Look, I'm. Well, I hate. I hate being the rain cloud, of like. You are though. This doesn't sound great. <laughs> Let's see if this live worked. I don't even know. <sighs> I don't even know. It's a long one. Dude, we're out here grinding. It's a long line. We're yeah, we are grinding. We're almost four hours deep. Turn this live into a reel. I yeah, guess. do that. Hit all the buttons. That's <laughs> what so I'm thinking. Turn this. It's gonna be four minute reel of just. There's like you guys made a reel of your podcast, what you did, and I don't know how you to were con- drinking. I don't know how to consume this content. You gave me nine ways to watch this thing. What wow. am I supposed to do? This live it says. They're gonna it just be like says, this. Never delete or delete after thirty days. Choose how long. You never delete. Keep the perpetuity. On your timeline, it says, per- why delete? My hands. Why would you ever want to delete? We, can we pick perpetuity? I please, think that you might want to delete that. I don't know. I mean, know. we can delete it though once it's in there. It's not like, why would you say just delete in thirty no, days? No, once you, th- right? But once you throw. Oh, it out. Oh, oh, Nick, did you end up watching Ex Machina yet? Have you, have you watched the movie yet? You haven't Ex logged me in. Machina. You haven't logged me in to HBO oh, Max shit, yet. Give me the credentials. Okay. Look. Okay. Let's go. Let's go the other way with it. So we just don't like the whatever the first brand of this was. The tequila is great, but it just whatever mixer they're using. No, this one's all right. The watermelon was watermelon's gross. Garbage. Yeah. I think watermelon's a junk fruit. It's <laughs> just happened? the fact that it's is huge. that out there. I didn't see it. I just was thinking of something. But I'm like, man, we don't have enough time to talk about it. What's that? I don't even know if it was podcast that I brought it up. I think maybe me and you just talked about it while we were on the treadmill one time when I was saying like, uh, at what I was thinking about the magic pill, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like if you could have like the ideal, like fit muscular body that you wanted to have, but problem is that you basically have to have, take this one pill a day. You can't consume anything else. There's no other food you can eat, no other right. drink you can drink. Like, would it be worth it to you to have that perfect build you want as well as the most longevity you could possibly have besides dying from a tragedy, right? Would that be a trade-off, or would you like things you consume more? Well, is your is your joy derived from the journey or the destination? Well, I'm just saying, like, it. the point of it would be that it basically gives you the perfect nutrition, right. and it... Basically, would be ease of life, right? Like you don't have to burden yourself with any time about so. whatever. But I don't think so. I think that'd be a very short. You'd be like, wait a minute, all my, all the joy that I got out of this physique came from the path that was taken to get here. You know what I mean? It's not that you arrived at two percent body fat in an Adonis type figure, like you were chiseled out of stone. It's not that you're there. It's what it took to get there. Well, I think what I described to Todd when I was telling him about it was that, like, so us knowing what we know and liking what we like, right, be harder for us to commit and give up to the things that we enjoy socially and all the other stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But in a selfish way, like, I have a 7 or now I have a 9 and almost 11-year-old, right? And if I can say, hey, kids, this pill will give you the longest life you can possibly live. Would I not want to encourage them to be like, seriously, like take this, don't live to 60 or 70. This pill makes you live to 150. Like, and healthy. Like 
you don't have joint pain. You don't have any issues. Like you feel great. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to worry about like what food you consume. You just take this pill every day and you get the, all the nutrition you need. I'm just saying, I think there's people, I think if it actually existed and it wasn't just me being hypothetical, we all do it. I don't think so. Guaranteed. I don't think so. So you yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't like be taking this thing and you, and the people who were, and you're watching them happy, cancer free, heart disease free, like no issues running circles around everybody in terms of their happiness and joy because they can do everything. There's no limits. The way that I'm digesting what you're saying and like, here's a book. Either you can read the whole book or you can read the last page. Either you can get, you can be there right now or you can take the journey to get there. I'm, I just think that it's 10 times out of 10. I'm taking the journey. The experiences that you can have when you have zero limitations, like I said, you don't have any joint pain, you don't For have what? any heart disease, For you don't what? have any cancer. I don't know. There's just a lot of like... Well, if you you can't enjoy pain-free joints without knowing what painful joints but are. But you're in a roundabout way, your journey that you're taking now That's through supplementation and food and all of that stuff yeah. is still seeking that though. Yeah. And so... You're looking for the perfect regiment. I'm saying we find the perfect regiment, right? That everybody and it's available to everybody. Yeah. And so like someone finds this perfect magic nutritional pill that gives you the best for your build, testosterone levels you should have, like you're going to have the biggest boners you've ever had, like <laughs> Yeah, boner time. Love that. You know. <laughs> so I'm just saying <laughs> Who doesn't love boner time? All right. I'm on Nick's side now. But what I'm saying is, like, if you don't, then what's next? You live the life that you would want to live and do everything you'd want to do with full energy. Does it, does it make... Boners big boners? <laughs> well, I'm saying, if you, does it make if you have perfect nutrition, you have perfect ex- circulation. Yeah, but it does it make... Not perfect circulation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> constant blood flow. You're talking about dynamite boners. No restriction. <laughs> does boners. it make... All right. I trade a lot for a love of the bodies. Oh my gosh. Perfect circulation is what I'm still stuck on. <laughs> no no impact of thought because just, your blood I is can just see oh this this thing doesn't go away because the circulation is so tough. <laughs> what I was gonna ask is does the per this this magic pill take away from experiences that will be attained much easier because of your level of health and fitness. Because you don't have to work for it. You know you just get up, you take the pill. I don't think, no, I don't think does that it's Does it take not, away from, no. does it make something that now Listen, is very memorable and make it easier? You're confusing it being, it's still what you do with it. You know what I mean? Like, just because this pill gives you the perfect nutrition and stuff and it gets you great, what you do with it, if you were still hitting the gym and you're still putting in the miles, like, you're going to see benefits beyond belief. I'm saying this pill, though, eliminates the joint pain, eliminates the heart disease, eliminates the cancer, right? It gives you the perfect nutrition level to not, you know, to rid yourself of toxins, to do everything. It's what you then do with it. Sky's the limit okay. in terms of what you can do with that extra energy and all that stuff. Okay. I thought so, I heard the, like, the perfect I'm basically body. just saying like you yeah. dial in your, your supplement regimen that it's perfect and you figure it out and okay. you're, you figure out, you're like, well, shit, I can't have a donut. 
anymore. I can't have the beer anymore. I can't have any alcohol because I need this to work because it's dialed in. Right. Right. And I'm saying you're just getting peak performance basically in the. I think. I, mm. I, on paper, <laughs> I love what you're saying. I still might want the choice. But awesome boners aside, what I would say is you're basically raising the floor for everyone. Right. Like now it's like, okay, now what? Now it's now I toil on how do I how do I exercise unlimited strength? How do I what's the next goal? Right? You're you're gonna find I yourself think, in the same area of okay, now we don't have aches and pains. No, think about we it. Injury still happens, a car accident still hurts like hell. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You you just right. have the best potential to heal. You still die. Yes, but what I'm saying sure. is like the what whatever is zero. So you get your blood work done and it's just perfect. Everything's perfect. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're you're perfect, as perfect as you can be, based on your consumption. Yeah, we're already perfect though. What 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 I find interesting though is that like <laughs> in the eyes of the creator, like, like I'm just saying we call like I said we I think like that the joy is just with our current societal norms, right? What if what if I were to tell yeah. you you don't need a pill to be joyful in who you are? We're already there. I would be, <laughs> but like, I'm not. I so I think you if think that not, if that was available, I think you are. You'd get resistance. I think I think our like. Here's what I think would happen. The pill comes out. People are like, man. You're like, yep. I mean, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Okay, you you live a longer life. It works. My gen, my kids are a little less apt. Your kids are taking it. My kids are a little less apt to take it, but they see some results. So less percentage of them denies it. Then their kids see more. So I think it morphs over time to a utopian where everybody's kind of doing it. I don't think everybody jumps in right away, but I do think in the long term, in the long run. So, so I think you're right. I think we so you, would, I think we would get to where you're saying. I just where think, everybody, why wouldn't you take it? I think that would happen. I think like so like you're sitting there and you decide not for me. I want to continue with my ways. I like them the way they are. And then you get to a point where you're, you know, you get ill, right? Mm-hmm. And you you maybe like waited too long or whatever. But your kids and everybody are like begging you. It's like, Dad, seriously, we want you around for ten more years. Can you just do this and stop doing that. It's almost like mm-hmm. when your parent is, say, a drug addict or an alcoholic or something like that, right? And everybody's begging them, just like, come on, man, like, get better. Like, get off the donuts, get off the mm-hmm. alcohol. Like, we need you. We love you. We want you to, to be around for your grandkids and stuff. Everybody's begging them. It would just be doing it in something that's, like, super simple. But you're you're choosing, like, the ways of the world over. Will you stop shitting on donuts because I love donuts? <laughs> hey, you're shitting on the U.S. and our planet. Fair. <laughs> like physically. Fair. Right. Shit on our planet. So, <laughs> not, not to get like super morbid, but the idea of appreciation only comes in its fullest when it's not there anymore. Right? Like you don't really, infrequently do people really recognize and appreciate what they have when they have it. They appreciate what they had when they don't have it anymore. 
Like, those were a great time. I really enjoyed being around that person. You know, it's very rare that people say, you know, I really love, I mean, we find ourselves in this position right now. We really enjoy being around each other and having these conversations and doing a podcast. I mean, if somebody was like, guess what? The entire world hopes you stop podcasting tomorrow. Get be like, see you next week because we're gonna do it again. <laughs> get, get wrecked. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're get, really gonna hate this next thing I'm wrecked. gonna say because we're doing it next week. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter, right? But we find ourselves in a rare position of like, we like doing this. It's fun. It's an excuse for us to have unbridled conversations and just see where it goes. But I think most people, and even maybe us to a little bit, like we're not going to really realize, man, that was that was so dope when we were doing that until we're not doing it anymore. And it's going to be like, man, that was really awesome because I don't have that outlet anymore. I wish we were still doing that. How do we get back to that? Well, we don't know that right now because we're in it, and it's it's great, and we have a conviction to continue to do it. But there's, I don't know. I mean, maybe it, maybe it's like a bigger picture of like appreciation for what you do have and being content with. This is awesome. This is fun. This is you know, I love telling people about this, and I'm sure people are tired of hearing about it from me, but I don't care. Because I really enjoy it. And I'm willing to bet a lot of their, you know, that that's not that great comments come from a place of they don't have this. If they if everyone had this, I don't see how everyone wouldn't be like, man, but you know what? We had a really good discussion about some shit. Or we just bullshitted for 15 hours straight. Whatever. Right? <laughs> I wish we got buried amongst a billion three people podcasts because everyone was doing it because of some of the enlightenment that we have. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I know for myself, some of the conversations we take out of here, you know, I think about how it applies to how I operate every day. You know, a little bit of, okay, well, you have your point of view and your perspective. Well, now it's time to listen to somebody else's point of view and perspective and see what that does with yours. Does it challenge you? Does it, you know, um, does it confirm what you thought? Is it totally different? Do you think of something differently because, you know, somebody that you respect said, no, nah, that's bullshit. I don't like that. Okay. Every time we leave here, I think I feel just a little bit better. And I'm sure my coworkers are tired of hearing about every Thursday morning when I'm like, hey, we talked about this or what do you think about that? And trying to get somebody who is not in our bubble. Get your opinion on it. Is it bullshit? Is this ridiculous talk? I don't know. They're just, you know, most of the time they're like, eh. You know, eh. But it's, you know, I, I would hate to think that we're not really just milking this cow for everything that we can out of it. For how much better it makes all of us. You know, it'd be pretty sad if we were like, you know what? We don't not show up. So, <laughs> you know true. what I mean? We're here. True. Right. So, well, it definitely pays dividends because, like I said, by the time like Monday's rolling around or whatever, I'm already counting down the days. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, all right, shit, I is agree. it Wednesday it's, yet? It's kind of, well, and it's, it, you know, it is in yeah. the middle of the week. It's almost awesome because yeah. 
of when it is. You do, you get to Monday and you're like, oh, I got, all I got to do is get to Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Then once Wednesday's done, you're like, Home yeah, I'll, uh, yeah I'm, I'm through the woods. We almost to that That's weekend, right. baby. That's all right. We almost to that weekend. That's all fun. And then we're jumping in here on a whim anyway, like on a Friday or Saturday, so it's all good. That's right. Get more reps. It's fun. I mean, it's fun. Like from all the outside stuff of like, hey, did you, did you get that thing posted? Hey, I'm banging my head against the wall because I can't <laughs> forget the software out. <laughs> like just like weird shit that pops up. It's like it's just fun. Like with all of us have our attempts at, at social media. <laughs> all of us have very like serious things that we do on a very daily basis. Like we are in charge of a web of people's whose well-being is based upon how we perform, right? And we were responsible for, you know, in, in one way or another, responsible for somebody else's paycheck and for somebody else. I don't think I didn't go to my marketing team and be like, check my feeble, <laughs> check out my feeble attempt at the software you told me to use. They're like, actually, it's not bad. And I was like, You well, have marketing people that you're like, you could encourage them to like although, do some pro bono work on. Although, our... let's see, yeah, Hunter, I've already. I'm how many seeds. how many times do we have to use the word solar to be able to qualify for like oh. <laughs> explaining your oh, team? But, I thought you were gonna say something about me saying I'm pro bono, and I'm, I was like, I'm thought I said seeds. boner. But the, the, he, he's dude. This this dude's awesome, and we, we have. I mean, we have a our we we don't have. A, I mean, there's a there's three people, but Hunter's the one that knows how to do this stuff really well. There's another guy too. Did you did you ask him if you pour Darvell. a can of Natty Dar- Light on a solar Darvell. panel? Darvell knows what he's doing with this too. He actually uses the same software as we do. So I like they're, they're helpful. I like how the I showed it to both of them. They the were machine. Machine. hop on YouTube and watch them all and be like, "Hey, well, clip us up." Well, they were telling me today, like YouTube, you should put your shorts on YouTube too, and then you then there's like a studio part of it where you can add all these like all this SEO on YouTube that'll help promote it. He was, these guys, I'm telling you, I'm getting, I mean. The the metrics for YouTube are like astronomical. It's like to qualify for what YouTube says is a recognizable YouTube video. It's like, did you have a bazillion views? It's like, no. Not that many people. Did you reach every person on the planet? Didn't. No, I was one short. (laughs) Sorry, YouTube. How about, how about, how about 300 million or six? (laughs) <laughs> because we got six. Yeah. Hey, listen, we're doing our thing. I like it. Like I said, I was looking at the Facebook today and like went back to the post and it was like, we're reaching this many, then this many, then this many. It just keeps going up. Yeah. Well, your little Ferrari thing, it was funny. I was watching that. It was like, it had popped up on my thing or whatever. And I looked at the thing and been watched over a thousand times. Like, that's pretty sweet. We peaked too soon. <laughs> we got, we were hot when we were in high school. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 really like you boiled on our podcast. That, that could be the we were, nickname of our podcast. We were hot when we were in high school. We peaked too soon. We were hot. In Saturday high at seven, pull up a chair. We All were right. hot when we were in high school. Our parents bought we, us a cool we, car. We, in we will high not be. We, we will shit. not be buying this round because <laughs> we were hot when we were in high school. <laughs> we showed our taters to too many people. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Too many people seen these, seen these boobies. <laughs> Six, boobies. Sixty-four degrees on Friday, but it looks like thunderstorms. Yeah, rain and bullshit. Fifty tomorrow. Though. I'm gonna go hit some golf balls. I'm gonna go to Brian's range. Yeah. I wish you guys you could come up guy? to 
two grand. I wish we could do like a like revolving circuit of like we all get just get to job shadow each other. For a I was thinking about that. I was actually thinking about coming to work with you guys tomorrow. It'd be, it'd be super weird. It'd be I'll super go with you fun. tomorrow and with him on Friday. Come on in. Because I've had these discussions before with people, and it's like, what do you do on a daily basis? And they're like, I do this, this, and this, and I'm like, man, that seems easy as fuck. And it's like, it can't be. Because it's like everyone has, like, each thing has their own thing. I've right? just seen pictures of how easy as fuck your job is, like putting yeah. together a basketball hoop or some exactly. shit. I was exactly. like, oh, yeah, no okay. Hey, hey, you can't yeah. say that. Don't say prices. that out loud. <laughs> Don't say that out loud. You're right. I'm sure you're on break. You're the, expo- pre- you're the, price <laughs> the price is right. The price is right is in the I background. saw someone spinning a giant wheel had numbers on it. I saw it. some chick with a thong with dollar bills hanging. Like, it just seems like... Jo- in the job like, trailer. It's I just, mean, it's come just because on. there's like you don't get any of the context of like why is why does this seem it by any means difficult to do? Just go on and say that and do that. Oh, okay, this seems easy. But there's all those all those layers of like okay, well if I do that then it like What are we talking about right now? The stuff. Stuff. Super boners. What kind of layers are we talking about? But it seems like it'd be so like. Tell me about these. Layers. From the outside looking, you're like, I could do that with my eyes closed. You're like, well, then why? Why does? Why is it like tough for me? What layer? <laughs> what layer? How many? Like, how many how layers? You, and what layer? I want. Are you I want to know why you think this is this is easy or like that perspective that you have you on the it. permafrost layer. Sometimes. <laughs> I want to know. How many layers in, and what te- layer you're we're in? We're in Tequilaville. <laughs> the first thing, hey. First rule of Tequilaville hey. is we don't talk about Tequilaville. Lease <laughs> orders lease orders her dinner, and I go, Tequitos! <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. I didn't know that you could professionally make Tequitos. I thought yeah. they only I came, came out frozen of a in a box. <laughs> right. I was like, god damn. Yeah. Somebody's, somebody's making Tequitos in the back. <laughs> Dude, that, that, and Riker goes, I'll have a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, he said. <laughs> Fuck your authenticity and your culture. I want a cheeseburger. Hey, I, got I my love t- it. I got my tacos American. I'm going to get them cilantro on you oh, at one point. I still feel weird about telling a Mexican I want tacos Mexican style. Dude, there's no cheese on the ones that you eat, right? Correct. Just, uh, just cilantro. And cilantro. Which would be good. It's a great. I just wish they would have named it something other than Mexican style. I'm like, but no, but no cheese, no. Sour, I feel like no that's sour a, cream. I feel like that's a derogatory like reference. Like, I want a Mexican style. It's yeah, like, I told them American because you're in yeah, America. America, you put cheese on it. <laughs> Fuck around. Don't fucking play with me. So we we made your we it. made your taco better. Where do you think you are? Well, how be, do you think I want it? We, there's there's very <laughs> few places we could be farther from the border. Put cheese on it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking playing around. Yeah, we're in the Midwest. <laughs> Say New known, Mexico Known for cheese What do you think I want on it? Cheese Yeah Get some cheese Some lettuce Hook me up That steak they make is bomb though I, I don't know that. what they do I don't know how they get Like all the little it. tiny pieces Crispy on the outside Juicy But still so Just great Juicy Still so great But doing? no no For like for work Like it, it I I don't want I don't want our job shadowing To get into a dick measuring contest oh, I want fuck. to have input on Got some randoms. Why would it like be? Why is it? Why does it appear to be easy from the outside? Like what red tape have I wrapped 16. myself up in that a set, a fresh set of eyes are like, stop doing that because that's wasted. That's wasted time and calories of you worrying about bullshit. Just look at it this way. Oh, okay. Well, cool. That makes way more sense. That's not the important shit. Somebody from the outside looking in can say, yeah, no, that's 
you're focusing on the wrong part. Okay. Well, thank you. Now my job's easier. I feel like we would have that insight with each other. I feel like if you guys shadowed me for a day, you'd be like, Tony, what? why are you stuck here? Don't be stuck here. You can do all this in 10 minutes. Like, you don't need to spend all day looking at this thing. I feel like your job <coughs> would be hard. Like, more technical and whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Because, look, there's... Todd's got to worry about, like, making money. I, I in think... In terms of, like, you know, the business being successful. You work for a large company, right? So you just need to make sure the technical stuff is taken care of. And me, it's a lot of people to manage, you know, but it's a, you know... It's yeah, a customer I mean, service based state job, you know what I mean? So it's I don't I'm not necessarily generating any revenue or have to worry about like profits. Just gotta worry about a budget, you know. Right. And making sure campus is clean. Like we all have peers, right? We all have like lateral people that are in somewhat of a similar position. But I, I think there's some uh some value that we could harvest from like hey what do you think we all kind of know each other and how we think and we all can respect how how that message would come across individually like if Todd told me something I'd be like okay I understand how Todd communicates with me and this is what he's trying to say okay I know how Nick communicates with me I know this is what he's trying to say and I'm not you know I'm not taking it as like a slanderous like what are you doing i'm taking it as like one of my brothers saying i know you i understand you and how you operate i think you're looking at this wrong why don't you look at it this way see what happens i think we have some untapped value that we could we could harvest out of that it would just be super weird because no one has ever said like hey i'm gonna bring a group of people in here that are kind of like me but not really like me but i I invest as much time in them as I do in what you're paying me to do. So I'm, I want them to see what I do. People are like, that's not how this works. Like, it's how it should work. Because then you guys have enough of me in your perspective to say, stop. Stop with that. That's ridiculous. Why are you hung up on that? And I would say, well, this is why I do this this way. And you guys would be like, that's stupid. Don't do that. And I would respect your opinion way more. We'd be more. the ones willing to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> versus like right, and not be like, "Hey, this is pretty For good." Sure. But... I'm all on a drink. <laughs> you don't have any more in the fridge? No, I think there is. Remember the one was frozen though; it took a while to get it down there. I'll give you an M43. Just don't drink the alcohol part. Just have all the juice. Sure. <laughs> just drink the beer, drink the the beer juice. juice. Put some sugar on it. Twenty-four hours would be good. Do you ever think like, "Hey, man, I'd really could go for one of those like fruit sour beers right now"? My favorite. Those are good. They had the right, correct thickness. I have so much beer at home, like in the fridge, too. Man. You guys need to come over and help me drink. Thickness of drinks. All that. Super bonus. I should bring it over here if we had a bigger fridge. That's all I had in the garage. Sorry. I'll start bringing you guys some gifts to drink. Some of those uh, that I have to try. The uh, ones from. Here's here's how this equation works. You stop and get an eight pack of whatever you're going to drink. And only drink six. And then weeks go by and then you have a whole refrigerator full of nothing but alcohol beer well too when i was brewing you know things almost full well how many weeks ago did we put this refrigerator down here like three you need to drink more and stop bringing bringing well i drank more than i uh need to tonight 
You see how full this I'm thing is? I'm about to be done with my six. There's a whole shelf of nothing but high noons. I saw. I reached in there. I was like, damn. There's a there's a whole shelf there's, of nothing but Michelob Ultras. Dude, there's there's three three grand worth of booze in there. So much. Yeah, the booze inside outweighs how much the actual commercial refrigerator costs. For sure. It's keeping it cold though. It's well, you you got the you got the remote for this TV. Watch this. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind. Watch this. Did it turn? Oh, it did. Nice. I keep thinking that's a bullet. It's this? No, oh, no. That, yeah, me too. Yeah. I was thinking that earlier when I was yeah, because it, it's like my little fidget thing now. Shit, you got YouTube TV? Yeah. What do we want, TK? Um, put me on some way to connect. <laughs> hey, uh, what, what does that mean? I don't, I don't know. Even just know what like to on, do. on uh. What do you mean? Like, what can't you just connect? Let me let let the TV receive what I'm gonna give it. You just need the Wi-Fi. If this not is not Wi-Fi. No, I'm saying for his phone to cast or whatever he's gonna cast up. OneDrive, microphone. What do I? Connectivity. Network. Remote. Where do I need to be? Just go, what was down there on TV inputs or Apple AirPlay and HomeKit? Is that anything? See that? Well, he's not on Apple. He's got a Microsoft deal there, right? I don't think you need to be on anything. I think you should be able to just talk to it and yeah, you, know, you should pop be able up to cast it. Yeah, no, right here. Connect to wired display. Uh, it should be this. I'd just leave it there. You should be able to do it. Hold on. Watch this. I don't have. There's not a lot of buttons on this remote. Watch so this. watch this. Leave it. Right. Leave it. Put it on home. 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 Oh, here we go. Yeah, allow. yeah. Watch this. Allow. Always allow. Yeah, allow always. <laughs> watch this. Yeah, they're going to trip out. We're going to do a podcast about watching ourselves. See, now we got a monitor. Oh, the TV's freaking out. TV. It's like that beard is too much. It's too sexy. Oh, let's go. Look at me. Look at me. I'm bobbing and weaving out there. <laughs> Hey, Ayo. Oh, it's all froze. We could we could use Aye. this. We could use this to make sure that this this always needs to be going. Right? This is the audio capture. This is absolutely enthralling fucking TV friend or radio right now, by the way. People be like, cool man, let's talk about the metrics of how you record. <laughs> <laughs> You love it. You would never, you would stop, you couldn't quit looking up there and doing stupid stuff. Todd's like, look, I'm on that box over by the wall. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we out here, bro. Oh, that's great. This is right. great. Nice Why am I so high on this? Hey, how much, how much cooler do I look with sunglasses on? Pretty cool. I think it should be your thing. Oh, there we go. Just wearing sunglasses all the time? like way up high, though. I need to look this way though. I can't just stare at the. Yeah. Hey, well you need. Hey, we need. That's his TV. Yeah. We need. I need a TV up over there. Yeah, you I need, need one back up you. here. Oh, and so it's good, then we're problem. like looking and we can see what we're doing. And then yeah. People are gonna get caught in some weird paradigm loop. Paradigm loop. <laughs> that's scary. How quick you caught on to what I just said. <laughs> caught on to what he just said. <laughs> Uh, I've entered. Hey, I've entered a did you watch, another. 
layer. Did you watch Jexy yet? <laughs> I did. So what the whole you, thing? What you Jaxi? failed to mention was, um, what's the dude's name? Adam, um, dude from Workaholics. If you would have led with the lead character is Adam Devine from Workaholics, I would have been like, cool, I'm not going to watch it. But I did watch it, and it's like the comical version of the movie Her with Jacqueline Phoenix. You ever seen that movie? What is it called? No, called but I, I was, that was one I was picking. I was thinking about watching, but so there's a movie. There's a there's like let's say an intellectual version of that movie. It's called Her, right? So th- the movie Her is about Jacqueline Phoenix. He's in the somewhat near future, and he has an AI bot that is just audio, no visual to speak of. There's like a mod that he gets that makes it visual, but that's beside the point. And Jacqueline Phoenix has a, long story short, ends up having a girlfriend who's AI. And it's um, Scarlett Johansson is the voice. Scarlett Johansson has an amazingly sexy voice, right? I mean, she's a beautiful actress, but, like, her voice is just, it's very distinguishable. And it's just a, the way that it's a little smoky, a little sultry. She just has a I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think we'd voice. be describing her voice tonight. Was that? No. Oh, that's, I, I, don't, I don't think I'm this missing This is why I think I love where the path hey, always I'm a, leads. I'm going to see you guys in five years when we're married and having <laughs> a great time at Turks and Caicos, but hey. I'll invite you guys to the reception. I wouldn't mind being there. Come on. So... I'd want to walk you down in that, now. In that movie, what happens <laughs> is it's, it's in the, the near future, and he has a basically an earpiece that he like lives his life that has interactions with this AI. And at some point, he disassociates reality, and it's real to him. And like it's a like he's always on the phone, you know, like that's like basically the vibe of this whole thing is like he's talking to his girlfriend. And like as you watch this movie, you're like, man, that like you like, okay. But then the complexity comes in like, okay, like you don't re up the paywall for this service or you don't get the like the firmware update and then it's like it's all gone. It's so like if you haven't seen it, like, I'm definitely I, gonna watch that. You but you watch watched it. the whole Jaxie. I did. And like, what did you think that was the funniest part? Who's of? who's the dude? <laughs> who's the guy? I wish I, I wish I knew. What is this on? Netflix. Netflix. I wish Jaxie. I knew. You gotta watch it. I wish it's I knew hilarious. who who the guy's name was because he's a J E X. Any anytime I, anytime he's in a movie, I love it. It's the Mexican guy who was in Ant Man. I'm talking about. Yeah, he, yes, I do know. Yeah, he's I don't know, I know exactly. He's in it. And like the end of the movie it all comes full circle. So Adam Devine's character like meets a chick and he he works in a tech job and his like he his phone ends up getting broke. So he goes to the phone store and gets a new phone. And this basically the Siri of the new phone is like autonomous. Right, like the Siri of the new phone is like, I'm gonna fix your life, and let's just say it challenges him <laughs> in creative ways to like have a better life. 
like there's one scene where he it like it butt dials like Siri calls this chick that he's interested in and it's like swipe to close and when he goes to swipe it's like a different way and then it's like a different way <laughs> and then it's like, it won't let him swipe to close it right and it just is fucking with him the whole time and it talk, it talks to him like like it's one of his bros it's like stop being a pussy like uh-huh. stop like I I was thinking you know you guys are always like doing your little movie quotes but the thunderheads on there when they're talking about days of thunder oh, and they all find out they love days of thunder. <laughs> So he like, rubbed you, that, and Rubbin's racing. <laughs> that that dude, the the Mexican guy from Ant Man, is them like heavies. Is like oh. <laughs> <laughs> the part where <laughs> Andrew Schultz breaks yeah. down this inside joke, and he's like, "I had to talk to this chick who escaped North Korea." Yes. It, it, he's like, he was trying to be so kind. He's like, I didn't want her to come on the podcast and not be part of the joke. And I wanted her to understand what we were talking about. He's like, so I'm trying to explain what the heavies are to her. He's like, so. And she's like, oh, that's funny. She's like, no one's ever made fun of me to my face. Right, but he, he goes, <laughs> he goes, so, you know how you have these like sneaky large tits? <laughs> that's what he says to her. She's like, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then she goes, yeah, nobody's made Be like, look, the, the crimes against humanity that you've escaped aside. Heavy. Dude, they were dying la- they, were st- <laughs> they were just dying laughing. Dude, Rogan, ha- like, he laughs during podcast. He was, he just kept cutting up, and his laugh is hilarious. <laughs> when yeah. he, when Rogan hits that, like, caveman-esque laugh that he has like i lose it too like, well, when he's with a comedian he's cutting up he's he's having a doobie the be- he's drinking he's getting some of his space. joey diaz stuff when they're laughing oh. joey diaz is telling the story or whatever about you know those like are, taking like 250 ones. milligram gummy <laughs> yeah, the oh death he's falling under the table joe's like falling under the table like laughing but then they did like an animated version of that oh, have geez. you ever seen that no hilarious oh my god because there's the there's the real version and then they did an animated version that is just like it but it's got like joe like falling under the table laughing so hard <laughs> I love it. I but love my, it. my favorite part on that jexy or whatever too is at the end when he's she's like will you plug me in he's oh wait <laughs> take me out <laughs> Unplug me. Plug me Plug in. Back in. Take me out. Plug <laughs> me in. He goes. He's like. <laughs> he's it's like <laughs> orgasm, orgasm, <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> and then, and then the other dude does it. Says fake orgasm, fake orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I gotta check this out, Jaxie. We should. Go. Hey, we Let's should go. start doing that too. Like, if one of us has to leave early, it's like, hey, will you beatbox me out? <laughs> yeah. <Jeez. laughs> Beatbox me out. Play me out. <laughs> Play me out. Play me out. I don't. I don't want to. Play me out. <laughs> oh dang! Nick's got some skills. I didn't. You can do it on here. It's kind of actually good. R- Riker does it all the time. I, I think you have skills. I can't do that. Could <laughs> you see Nick? <laughs> Riker, play me out. I don't want to play you out again. <laughs> play me out, Riker. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you guys got to work tomorrow. Yes, I don't. I, yes, Gentlemen, I do. Thank God. 12 yeah. to midnight. I know. Let's... I'm all straight up and down. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to quit, but I got to pee. I say, too. You know, we can wrap this up. We've done, we've done well. We'll talk about the... Gla- I, think our, I think our penetrator episode might be longer than our... Original. I'll this is like if you put the first part to the second part before we ran out of memory, it was four hours long. So the good news is, during our week of spring break, we have we have plenty of all content. kinds of content to release. That's right. I uh, <laughs> I'll be prepared to talk about the gluttony thing next time.
Yeah, that's all good. I just love that topic when it came up on our silent episode. Well, I need maybe we'll have to sit, have Sam back because he was actually on my side. I think. Well, he can I sit was. On, or he understood. He it. can sit on your I side was of the table. Too, by the way. Oh, okay. Me? No, I think you were. I think yeah. it was. It's a confusing. It was thing. a very. I don't know. It was an amazing time. Maybe to we bring should. Up. Maybe we should it. have one podcast where we all get to pick a partner to like back us up. So like we. <laughs> Like we could have like a battle royale. It's like bring All bring right, your Todd's crew. bringing the topics. Nick's Assem- got my back. Assemble your crew. <laughs> Tony's bringing like, the hey, topics. Todd's got his back. This Nick's person. The topics. This Tony's person got agrees his back. with me. Fuck you, yes. <laughs> hey, hey. Earlier, earlier we had one of these going. That's on. the best. Hey, when you talk like, hey, I gotta hey, hold this microphone. Hey, if I hold it like this, is this like turn turning the gun sideways? With I your, don't appreciate how you hold that microphone. <laughs> Get your glizzy. Oh, I fired down a glizzy, a jalapeno glizzy, with some Kraft macaroni and cheese. It was great. How about Riker with his choices of candy? Oh, <laughs> it was great. He's got macro Kraft mac and cheese. I would have crushed that whole box. With some cool noodles. If Riker would have left that box of gummy macaroni and cheese in front of me, I would have crushed the whole box. All right. But like this has zero THC <laughs> content in it. All right, let's, All right. let's roll. Let's plan roll. us out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sure. Who who did that? Hit that stop recording. Yeah, dude. Do you guys see we got flagged for copyright infringement on like the third? We did YouTube video. Yeah. All right. Peace. What? For what? Because you guys 